The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The bloodline is arriving now to the arena, and we're hopefully going to get some answers to the question that's been on everybody's mind. Will Jay Uso fall in line? Excuse me, Roman. Can you update on Jay? Can you give us any update on where Jay Uso stands within the bloodline? Spoken with Jay? No. Wise man, is my tribal chief? Who is the tribal chief? You are my tribal chief. Exactly. When Jay's the tribal chief, people will reach out to him. But I'm still the tribal chief, so he should be reaching out to me. How very wise of you, my tribal chief. Talk to Jay? No, my tribal chief, not since last Friday when Jimmy kicked him. Wise man. It's my tribal chief. It's not a question, I'm telling you. Go talk to Jay. Yes, my tribal chief. Now! I'm sorry. I'm sorry I told you the truth this week. I'm sorry I was right last week. 
I'm sorry your brother Jimmy kicked you in the face last week and cost you the opportunity to become the next United States heavyweight champion. Now you know it was intentional. Jimmy doesn't miss. He has the most accurate kick next to yours in all of WWE. He meant to kick the tribal chief in the face at Night of Champions, and he meant to kick you in the face last week. The jealousy, the envy on display to humiliate and embarrass and victimize his own twin brother in front of the entire world? Jay, you don't deserve that. And for that, for that, Jay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, OG. I'm sorry that if I'm in, it's still out. What does Jey Uso do? You're inseparable. That's what it is, you're twins. But you have to understand. Yo, yo. The problem is not your brother, Jay. The problem is our cousin. Yeah, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it, Ooze. You say you a leader and you say he's grooming you, but in reality, he's using you, bruh. Yeah. Look at me. You, you actually believe this garbage that is coming out of his mouth? Look at me, Ooze. You believe this? Mr. Player of the Year, Mr. Most Likely to Succeed, huh? Yeah. Hey. Hey, 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 guess what? A blessing happened in disguise. You got hurt, I stepped up. I main evented SmackDown, I main evented pay-per-views, I main evented WrestleMania. You know why? They know us now. I'm the right-hand man, main event Jey Uso, and it's all because of him. So guess what? You out! And I'm out too. Oh my God!
Sos!
And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Snack Talk. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he is... The most evil man in the cosmos. He is <laughs> he is the EST of the PWC. He is Dr. Jeff Lippman. And I can hear you growling. And what's up with the sexy star Trez? I mean, what's going on there? Sexy star Trace. Oh. As really? in Uno goes Trace. And ah, that is because ah. there, there was a sexy star from a few years ago who took That's liberties. Right. I think it was with Rosemary and Thunder Rose and everyone hated <laughs> yeah, her. And, and now there's a new sexy star who is not the same person, but the, the mantle's been turned over to her, I guess, because sexy star got drummed out of the wrestling business. I think she tried uh, wrestling uh, MMA for a while. Maybe still is. Anyway, I've decided yeah, right. I'm also going to be sexy star, but I'm sexy star Chris. Ah, I see. So you're the third sexy star. That's right. I've decided I don't have enough nicknames for dinner. <laughs> and, and I'm watching MLW Fusion here. It's, it's Juneteenth, so what better to do than, than wake up early anyway and watch YouTube wrestling? <laughs> well, how I feel for you, actually, Joe, though, Jeff. I mean, I don't know how you do it, but you do it anyway. I mean, I don't even know why you bother with MLW. I mean, at this point, the show just totally sucks, man. It pretty much does, but it, it, it's fun to see Ty of Valkyrie in here talking about how she's going to keep her MLW featherweight women's championship when she's already won and lost the, the TBS championship on AEW in, in real time. Wow, it's a good thing you put that warning on because you came out rated R right away with that song. Ah, well, that's my remix that I did of uh, I Are the Tiger. I was fucking around one day and I thought, oh, you know what? This sounds all right. I, I don't know. I don't know what you are missing from, but it's like playing out of time. I'm here, then also hearing motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> what? What's happening here? I don't remember Clubber Lang saying that. <laughs> don't make me laugh, Jeff. It's it's all it's just after midnight for me, so uh, it's okay. I can play this shit. It's all good. Okay, well it's, it's morning here, and it's Juneteenth, so. Happy Juneteenth to everyone who celebrates, and, and especially in uh, the United States. Everyone should be celebrating it, or at least commemorating it. I don't think, you know, I, I don't know what the right word is, but, uh, you know, like like most of us, we, you know, most, most Americans don't know exactly what it is, and that's because it doesn't fall on an actual day. It's like a few days after the Emancipation Proclamation. It's sort of, sort of like they like, well, I guess they're no longer Union troops, but, uh, the blue coats uh, rode into some southern and western states and said, "Hey, hey, hey! You guys have to—you either have to free them or pay them." So, Didn't you also say it's a national public holiday? It is. Yeah, this is either the first or second year it's been a federal holiday, and it's the first year that I think my office realized it was a federal holiday and closed. I don't remember wow. closing last year, um, which is cool. Um, but it's also obvious it's sort of between Memorial Day and July 4th, so it's like a hot, you know, it's like an extra holiday. But uh, hey, you know, whatever. I'll take I'll take the I'll take the holiday, and you know, it's certainly worthy of uh, celebration. I, I'm just not exactly sure why they chose this as opposed to the actual anniversary of the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm, interesting. Well, is it the whole of the states right now that's got a public holiday? So that means most people aren't working. 
it's a federal holiday. Um, so, right. So, I okay, mean, you know, the way around. Yeah, I mean, I mean banks are closed. The post office is closed. I, I'm sure the, the markets are closed. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of businesses that are open. And, you know, I federal holidays usually mean the state government's closed, too. I, I suppose if you wanted to be, you know, uh, you know, I hate the federal government state like some governors are. They could keep the state government open. But uh, I'm sure they'd have a lot of... Uh, uh, what they call uh, blue flu, like when all the cops call okay. out sick on on the allowed to strike. Blue flu. Yeah, so <laughs> it'd probably be the same thing. There'd be like a lot of yeah, a lot of calling out sick. Not, why not pig flu? Yeah, see what I did. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> some some uh, some, uh, some what's the word I'm looking for? Some hardline oh, yeah. conservative you're supposed to be. You just said, oh, my God. You just said, oh, you, you, you know what? This, it's like this wing of, of political and it's like it's like on the far left and the far right they just take government so much all i want all i want today is for someone to tell me what government they like like which country has the good government because if they're all bad shut up until you have an alternative well i just want to say my government sucks not just your the federal government suck your oh, government is good Excuse me. I mean, after the, I mean, during the pandemic, I don't even know if we're allowed to even mention that anymore. They, uh, the state government, really fucked us up. It wasn't really the federal your government, but the state government. Good. But your government is good. Australia, you're basically and free. You have lots of food. We're free. You have Definitely, electricity. Yes, you have that's water. <laughs> you don't need permission to go from state to state. If you stay no. out late, they're not going to put you in a prison camp like in a rock quarry for ten years. You you well, can you can you can say your government sucks without fear of being defenestrated out of a hotel window. You have you hotels. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. I mean, come on, dude. It's pretty much like I mean, we're free, just like you guys are technically free, right? I mean, shit. And our government doesn't suck either. It's pretty good. Wow. Here. Well, technically, if you want to get technical, maybe we're spoiled brats the we way we all brats. complain, right? Listen, I'm, I'm just, I'm just comparing us to other nations on Earth. Mm. I mean, <laughs> right? If you do that, then would it makes us look in, stupid. Would you rather live in Nicaragua? Oh, well, clearly not. <laughs> would you rather live in Cuba? I mean, tell me. Where well, hell no. Live. Well, that's true. No, you're right. Okay. Uh, now that you put it like that, would you rather it makes... live in Syria? I mean, China, yeah, well. North Korea. I mean, t- tell me where you'd rather live, Turkey. I, you know, I mean, <laughs> please, Sweden, no. maybe, but it's pretty cold. Pretty I don't want to live in the cold. I'd rather have a worse government and have a and have like spring, fall, and summer, not just winter and summer. <laughs> well, when you do put it like that, seriously, now I feel like we're ungrateful pricks. Exactly. I mean, you can't, can't compare it to Star Trek, where everybody has a job and everybody's happy. No, look, you're right. You're right. When you put it like that, why do we ever complain then, Jeff? I don't know. We Honestly. Why I do... love complaining, but I love complaining about, like, <laughs> stupid things on TV or wrestling. It's like, there are things about government to complain about, of course. But I'm not going to say the government sucks. I mean, it, it's fine, because I, I, I can't remember who the speaker was. I wish I did, but I've heard it before. It, it goes, and he said something like, I wish all of the conspiracy theories would actually take a job in government because if they, because if the if the government could do one tenth of the things that they think that we're capable of, I you know I'd be amazed. Meaning him, he was speaking for himself. Government can do almost nothing competent. Well, well, it's true. I mean, it's just the simple things. But at the end of the day, we do live a pretty good life. I mean, 
like you said, there's no point of really complaining. I guess when when other countries see us complaining or you know going on uh, some sort of uh, strike or whatever the fuck you want to call it, they must laugh at us and think you fucking idiots don't even have an idea. Listen, if you live on a, a Native American reservation. You, you probably have legitimate gripes. If you live in certain rural areas and parts of the inner city, you probably feel like you're forgotten and you probably feel like government doesn't love you. And you're probably right. Um, but for 90% of us, you know, who live, you know, in, in sort of the, the great suburban to semi-rural areas and, and in parts of the urban areas as well, and in parts of the rural areas, our lives are okay. Actually, the rural areas now, especially down here, are starting to go. You know, starting to be the go-to place because shit's getting expensive. I mean, over here it's just as expensive as it is where you are, and um, and even with you guys, it's going up and up. Shit is going fucking pretty high. Shit's going high up here. Soon, we're gonna have to move to the sticks just to afford housing. You know what I'm saying? It's well, it's interest rates ridiculous. are so high that actually prices are going down in, in most places. But which always happens. Right. I mean, the, the trick is, you you know, you can't move to any place that's already popular or getting popular. You have to go to the next place. Like, so you have to move like two towns north of the of the of the new fun, you know, mountain town or whatever it is. Right. Right. Well, we're not here to talk politics, even though it is the smack talk where we do talk a lot of smack. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Just the mood this Facebook, morning. Facebook user says a Greek would prefer to die and not live in Turkey 100%. <laughs> That would 100%. be some turkey, right? That would be some Thanksgiving meal. And he also says, Jimmy, lost weight or is it the camera? Well, I've been riding bikes lately, and I'm not talking about motorbikes. It's I'm the black about- sweatshirt. You do look good. I saw when you had the screen on big. I'm like, Jimmy, you're looking like more like the sinister minister. You're looking like a football oh. player. Whoa, whoa, relax. First you're of all, I've like slept a lot. minister than, than like the me. <laughs> well, first of all, as you know, I slept through last night. And me when drinking I was my, uh, my green smoothie. Mm. Ugh, green. It looks brown from here, but uh, brown what is green. it? What that, is that shit? What are you drinking? I do not ask what she puts in here. <laughs> I know that there's ginger. I know there's a bunch of fruit and <laughs> I just drink uh, it. It's supposed to be good for me. That, 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 that's dude, it. she's La Sicaria for a reason. Yeah. yeah I know. Well, yeah, but La Sicaria <laughs> just needs to slowly poison me. But it, yeah. uh, oh, Jesus. I mean, it's 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 been six years. It's, well, it's been like six years we lived together. It's been more six years we've been together. If, if she was trying to kill me slowly, this is really slow. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, well, anyway, there you go. <laughs> compared to the clowns of the opposition, I don't know what country Facebook uses. Right. I'm assuming he's American, though, Jeff. I don't know who who are you, Facebook user. I know we probably know you. Leave but... alone. It doesn't matter. It's probably best to be anonymous in this in this <laughs> regard. I mean, I know it's my fault. I started it, but. I can limit. I, I should limit the vitriol to myself. Well, we've also got a few questions by our very own Chris Whelan. All right. Who says, "Hello, fellas. Going to drop my questions early <laughs> before the show started." He says, "You see, in Punk trying to be the John Cena of AEW, everything he said was a Cena-esque promo. Really? How can they build a brand around an injury-prone quitter?" Oof. Those are two questions. But one's right, a comment. I didn't see it Cena-esque. I mean, I mean, first yeah, of all, I mean, did I? But. Everybody who can cut a long promo and keep people's interest sort of seems the same. But I, I didn't think it was Cena-esque really at all. If anything, Cena might have copied from Punk style because it was always Happy Cena or basically, you know, a, a, a more edgy version of Max Caster thugonomic Cena. But <laughs> as far as 
building around an injury-prone punk, yeah, that is a very real risk, and we've talked about that. And he didn't exactly – and everyone was talking about what great shape he was in. I didn't think he looked like he was in such great shape. He looked thin to me. Um, like everybody else, like on the street pretty much. <laughs> but they made a decision. I mean, they had they had, they had had one decision to make. That is, do we keep Punk or do we release him? And then there were sub-decisions for each of those, but they decided to keep him. So if you're going to keep him, you have to build around him. Because as Jargo and, and, and we, I mean, I remember distinctly us having the conversation, conversation with Jargo. We all agreed that I think at the time Punk was 43 or whatever. And you have two or three years to make money around him before he completely breaks down. And he broke down twice, you know, even earlier than any of us thought, earlier than they hoped. But it's a real risk. But if you're paying him that money, which is rumored to be multi-millions per year, and you paid for TV time or are getting some amount of money for TV time, let's let's be nice today. Um, Actually... I'm glad you brought that up. Can I quickly say something about that? Sure. I don't know if you know. No, but you I'll... can't say anything on your own network. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, it's our network, first of all. But speaking of networks, we're not talking about our network right here at the PWC network. We're talking about our channel, Attitude.com. That is. Oh, yeah, that's why we went out. That's why we went, went later than scheduled because we realized that we were that one of the shows on, on Hameen channel Attitude was on and we didn't want to compete with them. Right, exactly. So sorry for those who are waiting an extra 25 minutes. That, that, right. There was a reason for it. Right, right, because I just wanted them to finish. But anyway, um, apparently, now I don't know how true this is or, and whatnot, but, uh, well, no, it's true, actually. What am I saying? <laughs> what am I talking about? Our very own boss, Vince Russo, actually thinks that TK also paid the network for for Collision. And he also well, claims... Yeah, very smart guy. I wonder if you listen to our shows <laughs> since we are on his network. So who knows? Maybe he got that idea off Jeff because Jeff was the first one to actually be saying that for a long time. And even the professor has been saying Quite a few of us have been saying it. And I agreed with you 100%. I never said no chance. But is, do you think there's a chance it's happening? He also said that he's, he's planning on buying the network possibly so he can be the next Ted Turner. <laughs> can you imagine okay. Tony Network Television? TNT. Um, I mean, is he planning to buy the network? No, oh, he's not. Daddy. Uh, is his dad trying to put buy the network? I mean, it, I mean, between, I guess they could, but they would need a whole lot of financing. But they'd have to, they'd have to sell the football team in the stock. Why would you do that? Why would you buy a network that is fifty billion dollars in debt, and you'd probably still have to pay fifty billion dollars for it, plus taking on the liability? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That I mean, no. Well, if you're Shad Khan and you're worth eleven and a half billion dollars, you own a soccer team and a, and a NFL team, and you're a part owner of a wrestling company as well, and you have racehorses, and your life is great. Why would you want to take on something with negative fifty dollar or fifty billion dollar equity? No, I, that that's a that's a dopey business move. Um, but do I think that? It's possible that they're buying the time. I think it's extremely likely that they're buying the time. And I've had two people who claim to have inside information or sort or connections inside say the same thing. Tell me. So I, I didn't put it out on Twitter until I double sourced it. The, the quality of those sources and their information, I don't know. One of them's been one of them has a high, high rate of reliability. The other one I never met before. And and um so don't really know, and they sent me some stuff that looked like a, it looked like on the sketchier side of legitimate, 
However, the way that AEW sort of runs has run its business and some of the few papers I've seen from it, it didn't look entirely inconsistent. So I don't know. But anyway, I mean, listen, Tony Khan said the contract hasn't changed. What, what, what? And Tony Khan always speaks in happy talk. So what more could that mean? They didn't get more time. They didn't get more money. That that's what that's what the contract hasn't changed means. I mean, that, you know, in fact, my I, I mean, I think more and more people are coming to a conclusion that, that Warner Brothers picked up the option for twenty four, which means the contract still hasn't changed. Now they they get a little raise every year. That's already built into the contract, and they do get ad revenue, which can explain the oh we're getting paid quite well for the show. I mean, <laughs> that's Tony Khan happy speak. Right. So until I see something different, I mean. Have you ever heard of a TV show being picked up and renewed and, and years extended without there being an announcement as to the dollar amounts in sports or wrestling? No, never. Exactly. No. So what's left? What's the other conclusion? What happened 20 years ago to the 100 years prior to that? Is that wrestling bought TV time? Uh, well, yeah, look, I think there's where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, for, for Vince Russo to be saying it himself, Look, he knows, like he was saying, if you go and see the, I think he'd done something with Sports Keter. I think it was on that podcast where it was on. I didn't listen to it. I just read about it. But he also claims that possibly, like he was saying when he was working for USA Network recently as a consultant for Raw, Mm -hmm. if you remember, right? Um, He's saying, I know people in networks. I was working for USA. I was working for TNT and, Mm -hmm. you know, and Spike TV and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And trust me when I tell you, this wouldn't be happening. There's no way they would have wanted another show. There's just no way, especially considering they were getting under a million. I don't know what the ratings are for Collision. Have you found we, out? We yet? won't know until tomorrow because today's a holiday, oh, really? so they'll they'll release. You know, Rampage and SmackDown definitely tomorrow. They'll probably get. We'll probably get Rampage and SmackDown tomorrow in the morning, and we'll probably get Collision around four o'clock in the afternoon, okay. as as the usual. Um, but maybe it might not be till Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, and listen, he, he he when he worked with WWE, I think that was some of the time they were not just on USA, but also uh, on Sci-Fi, and even maybe and a little Spike. bit on Spike. So yeah, so he has worked, and when he was with Impact, they were probably on three different networks during that period of time. Yeah, I think they were on Fox Sports originally, and then they went to Spike. If I remember, Spike, yeah, and, and maybe at some point there was that. Oh, what was that other network? Was it uh, like Top TV, something like that? Yeah, or some died? crap. And then one more network after that, which I well, that, that was Destination called. America. Oh, that's that it, Destination to America, right? That, that, that's the last network I watched Impact on. Just then, isn't that like after. a Bigfoot type of network and shit like that. Yeah, sort of, but I mean, <laughs> less less Bigfoot and well, there's Bigfoot, but there's also just like people like living outdoors and fishing and things like that. I mean, it's you know corn row or cornhole throw, toss and stuff. Um, yeah, it was it was not a channel that wrestling made any sense on. Um, and <laughs> again, some of it, it's hard to decide where wrestling makes sense. Anyway, uh, yeah, I. And I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of either. And and what else? If you look at what TNT and TBS usually runs on the weekends, it's just this. It's just movies. One month it'll be John Wick. One month it'll be DC <laughs> movies. One month it'll be Marvel movies, where they sort of rotate them around. It's yeah. So if, if someone's going to give you something fresh and new that that you're still not paying for, and you might get more people, and maybe you can get uh, you know uh, more different advertisers. I mean, but a lot of people are saying this is this is, and I surmise that this is this is tony's gambit he wants to if he can do well for them on saturday night whatever well means 
He thinks mm-hmm. it'll equal more money. I keep saying, look at WB's balance sheet, dummy. You, you, you should stop sinking everything into WB. Apparently, WB doesn't have an exclusivity agreement with AEW, but I very much think that AEW has an exclusivity with WB, meaning WB can show other wrestling if they want to. Mm. But I think that 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 uh, AEW can't show wrestling anyone else without WB's permission, or else why, why couldn't they have moved the YouTube shows or Ring of Honor or Collision to a different network? Or maybe Tony just is putting all his eggs in one basket, which is not smart business sense. I mean, it, it, you, you want to get bidders. I mean, WWE let the exclusive period go out and all of a sudden we're hearing, you know, Disney is interested in, in WWE programming uh, for FX, not for ESPN2 and and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's how you increase it. Like if you're selling your house and there's only one buyer, you, they own you. Uh, right. You know, sure. If, if you have three people interested, then you've got a bidding contest. I mean, you know, sure. and Definitely. I, I AEW doesn't have any bidders. So I don't know why anyone would think they'd get this huge raise. TV is not about fairness. It's about making money. So they're going to give them the, the least amount of money they can. And if there's no bidders, they can say, here's what we got. Take it or leave it. Fair enough, for sure. And you know what? Look, to their credit, it was a great start. Well, in our opinion, it was a great start. Yeah. And I'm sure the network executives would have been pretty impressed by the show. But look, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good the show they're was. Not, not watching. If the numbers... Well, I, I mean, don't know. I had someone telling me, Dave Zaslov looks at the minute-to-minute ratings, and he loves CM Punk. I'm like, Dave's, I'm like, yeah, that's what the CEOs of conglomerates do. He's worried about the numbers for the Flash. He's not worried about the minute-per-minute on a Saturday night wrestling show. Somebody, uh, you know, on Tuesday or today is going to tell, listen, we got the numbers in, and it did uh, 600,000. Usually we do 350,000. He'll be like, okay, that's cool. Let me know what goes on next week. Um, you know, or they're going to say, the new show did 400,000. We were sort of expecting 650. And he's like, well, that sucks. Well, they're paying us. Well, they've got to the end of the year to make good on it. Um, or right. they've got to the end of next year to make good on it because it's maybe it's built into the option. You know, he's like, I, think I don't care. Any- I'm not paying for it anyway. I'll, you know, isn't there only one year and a half left to their current deal? If there's only until December, unless WB picked up or picks up the option for 2024. Okay, interesting. So really, they've got till December to see if they're gonna, you know, stick around with WMD. Uh, was it w, uh, WBD, whatever it's called, right. Warner Brothers yeah. or Warner fucking Discovery, whatever the hell. But anyway, um, interesting. We'll see because if there's a lot of wrestling right now, Jeff. There's a lot of damn wrestling. There's I mean, right now. Yeah. I think it's on every fucking day. Like, is there a day that there isn't wrestling? Really? I mean, it depends I what you want to watch. I mean, right. if you want to, I mean, forget about, you know, getting wrestling from other nations and, you know, if you, you, you own New Japan world or whatever. Like, WoW is syndicated. So WoW is probably on four days a week, you know, in, in different time slots. Um, but yeah, you've got, you've got Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night you have NXT, Wednesday you have Dynamite. Thursday, you've got Impact and Jeez. New Japan. Friday, you have SmackDown and Rampage. Saturday, you have Collision. Sunday, well, t- typically there, you know, oftentimes there's a PLE or a, or a pay per view. I don't know right. what show is on Sunday, but I, I guarantee somewhere in the U.S., Wow is on Sunday. And if you want to count all the Indies, there's probably wrestling on you know seven hours every day. <laughs> 
It probably is. And yeah, and I wasn't even talking about the international wrestling promotions. And there's only one truly that matters, which is New Japan, in my opinion. You could say Mexico, but does really anyone watch AAA other than the, maybe the Mexican community of the world? I, I And CMLL? I have no idea. I, I may imagine there's probably some California and Texas audience, and there's probably some That's people I mean. who do just because they grew up with it or whatever. And yeah, I think there's some people who you know like to see El Hijo del Vic and go and things like that. But I, he was here but, in Australia recently. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> I, I, you know what the funny thing? Remember, I was I was checking his Twitter account. I, I think he I think he left Twitter. <laughs> oh really? I, yeah. Wow. I, I, last time I checked, I couldn't find him, and it, wow. it wasn't like that I'd been blocked. You know that I, I just couldn't find him. It was like no longer there. Oh well, goodbye to you, Mister El Hijo. Yeah. Del Valkingo, whatever the fuck his name is. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's funny because he's been doing the rounds, man, worldwide, it seems, since his AEW sort of appearance. He's really sort of been getting jobs everywhere. Yeah, like, work, he's getting work. Well, that's all, what you right? do. I mean, that, that, I mean that's, that is the AEW effect, is that some people have been able to increase their ask, but the, the trade-off to that is that there's fewer indies and there's fewer indies making money, and then there's fewer spots for, you know, sort of these weekend wrestlers and you know you can look at that good or bad i you know depending on who you are and what side of the fence you are if you're the indie crowd you're going to get more people from impact and aw dark and aw prime and triple a and, and new japan <laughs> and new japan strong on your indie show so you're probably going to get a better show but the people who you might run into in your neighborhood who used to be wrestling uh you know now they're lucky if they're you know op- on the opening card and they're not selling photos and whatever so you know there's you know the the world seeks balance but i want to talk a little bit if we're gonna talk about aw i want to talk a little bit positive about collision and you and you know we did a show on it and then chris and i and the vet did a show on it so there's two shows on hmg pwc uh, about it though the the second one hasn't come on pwc first because it's an hmg not exclusive exclusive, but it's exclusive that one will be exclusive until next week Okay, so that's exclusive. Anyway, uh, well, if you're listening to us on HMG Channel Attitude, you've, you've heard me speak on it twice. So I'm not talking about, I don't want to cover any of the same ground again. But I, the criticism I've heard, aside from people who just didn't want to like it. And listen, a few days ago, people would probably have guessed that I'm one of those. I'm one of the people who would have watched it looking for things not to like. And you were yeah. right. I was looking for the, things not to like, and I still liked it. Um, so you should take that with some objectivity. But the criticism I'm hearing today is... They didn't, okay, great, good show, but what storylines did they build? I mean, come on, it was episode one, but what storyline? Right, but you know what? When you think about it, whoever said that actually has a point, really. I I mean, yeah. I I honestly don't think they do. I I think, well, because it's the first show, it doesn't matter, it's irrelevant, but the story, there was story. First of all, the CM Punk stuff was was a continuation of story, was it not? It, it was, and you created a new one. I mean, what are you talking? Joe had him choked out in the middle of the ring, and CM right, Punk and that's a long history story. That one, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they go way back. I mean, do you think there's not going to be a Samoa Joe promo within the next two episodes? I can't maybe wait. Not it's going to be week. fire, right? It's a, you know, Forbidden Door two. Maybe not this week, but he's going to say, "You say that no one ever beat you for that cha- that championship that isn't yours anyway. I beat you right here in the ring." Right. So and he you think you're the, the uncrowned champion? <laughs> I think I'm the uncrowned champion. I mean, that story was created. FTR versus Bullet Club Gold could continue. That was created. You had Wardlow, Arn. You said, am I going to do whatever it takes? Where were you? 
You yeah. didn't do whatever it takes. You didn't even send your son who could be there. I mean, you could have, you know, I mean, I tweeted about five different things that could be stories to come out of this. We haven't seen Scorpio Sky in the ring yet. If if there's any love in this, yeah, if there's any love in this world, we did see Orange Cassidy on the introduction to Collision, which I take as a threat. But if there's any love in the world, Scorpio Sky will defeat Orange Cassidy for that belt. And there was like, they don't need two secondary belts on one show. It's not two belts on one show. It's a soft brand split. It's not like Raw and SmackDown. No, even soft. that is yeah, it's just so, certain people are being kept apart. That's all it is. We still haven't heard from Thunder Rosa. We haven't seen any women who are more or less exclusive to uh, Thunder Rosa. Legend. I'm still not 100% sold if she's still going to be with AEW or not. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, her contract may run out. You're right. But she's still in the intro. And, uh, you know, I don't know. But there were several stories uh, that were created. Uh, how about lfi versus house of black you're telling me that wasn't a story that started there so and, and they're already talking about andrade and rush getting back together again of course the only question is is is, is it going to be drillistico and vance or are they going to dump one of them or both of them dump it's... vance keep it all mexican that's what it was and dump jose he's useless first, first <laughs> of all he's the manager is buffer than the people he he works with that's never a good thing we don't need translators we don't he's, need translators. He's better than Abrahantes, though. And you want to know what? If you want a translator and you want a manager, oh, I hate Abrahantes. He's oh, completely useless. Right. Selena De La Renta is still available to be have hired. We, completely have we not bilingual, been that? has experience, good to look at, can wrestle if need be. I don't understand how we've been saying this for at least for the last two years, Jeff. Have mm -hmm. we not been saying about her? being the one they should that both of these one of these companies should sign it's weird and f for whatever reason now i don't know if it's, if she's blackballed for some stupid reason because of the shit she does on only fans or whatever it is i don't know i don't get it because to me she's i've always seen talent in there she Not the the looks, she's talented. who by the way alicia toot and and richard holiday yeah, also alicia toot, so you, too. So you could bring that together you could have they could be best friends and then they become frenemies and then friends again i mean it's you know, that, that's easy enough to do. But there, there's also, uh, what, 50 or 60 other people on AEW who are underused? How about Miro? He just he, he just defeated Tony Nese. Well, isn't Tony Nese in a faction with two or three other guys? He can beat them up, you know? <laughs> you know. I mean, so I tweeted a bunch of things with, with you know, each individually just to show that there's at least five storylines that you could go with with just based on what was on the show this Saturday, not e not even really considering people who weren't on the show who will right. be on the show. So no, no, you're you're right. So For sure, people say they're creating storylines. You, you lack any sense of imagination, or you just want to criticize something to criticize it, which I respect because that's what I do. But if but if I can defend it, so can you. Come on, I'm 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 the worst. I'm evil. Right, you are. You're definitely evil um pierce austin says that would be dope um but he also says didn't she no sell someone in the ring she did 100 percent. i think you're talking about um what's her name evilise oh, yeah evilise but, but, but everyone said didn't everyone say evilise no sold also yeah i, I could have sworn that too but yeah. the comic king who's in there his house nice. todd brantley says thunder rosa hasn't been cleared yet apparently so uh, i'm not that. even sure that she's tried to get cleared i mean she hasn't cleared herself well, she, she, she she said recently that that she is not feeling pain yet but she's she's not feeling pain now on a daily basis but she's still not ready to wrestle well facebook user says with all due respect if all the stories are true do they really want thunder rosa on the roster 
bring Deeb and get women from the NWA and MLW who are free, which is true. Why not? And uh, also, Todd says, love me some Selena. She was awesome in MLW. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, she's actually Absolutely. pretty cool. I mean, look, I've had minor interactions with her on social media, which is more than I can say for 95% or 98% of the wrestlers that I you know, can try to communicate with her or, or interact with them on social media. <laughs> right. she's, she's cool oh facebook user he says i am an israeli which means it's Aaron right. ben shlomo uh, we were able to figure that out <laughs> i mean i guess we shouldn't assume we only have one person but but we From have to date only had one <laughs> israeli viewer who has made themselves known so i was guessing yeah well i mean i don't i don't know what the opposition is in israel because you it's a coalition government is like like 72 different parties so <laughs> i guess but uh, for those people who don't like the, the two-party system, I get it, but co coalition governments and, you know, true parliamentary democracy with like 17 parties <laughs> can get a lot messy, which by the way suits me fine because I, I don't really want the, the national federal government doing all that much. <laughs> and Homeboy88 is in the house saying, good morning, boys. Good morning, What's Homeboy. homeboy? And my text to you was in no way saying I'm, I'm not doing the show. So I'm just I was just confirming we're still on, and we are one o'clock my time. Unless Jimmy keeps me talking too long, which he won't believe me. <laughs> How do you know that? Actually, I'm pretty good with the way the shows go. Come on, because I'm that. the one that's doing all the babbling right now. We haven't even got to SmackDown, but the you know, but there's not that much to talk about with SmackDown. But I, I did <laughs> want to address those things. Is is there any other wrestling news? That we, I mean, Bandito broke his wrist. What he did was from the match on Rampage, was it? Yeah, the useless match with Takeshita where Takeshita should have squashed someone in five minutes. Yeah, to Bandito Brothers broke his wrist. Wow. How did he actually break his wrist? What happened? Was it from him holding up Takeshita? Could have been that. I haven't a clue. I, I didn't read further into the article. Because he was struggling, dude. Well, I guess that explains why. And, and you know what? You know what, uh, Bandito, if you're listening or if someone tells you, you're. Five eight one eighty five. No one just because they keep saying how strong you are. No one, no one is looking at you as a powerhouse. I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't impress us when people talked about with Cesaro. You know, if we want to see strength from someone who's like Braun Strowman or or Miro, uh, we're not right. Not Ben Yeah, fuck? we're not interested that you're stronger than most wrestlers that are five eight one eighty five. No offense. We're just we're, if someone says he's so powerful, it's like. No, he's not. I mean, he's probably stronger than me, but like, so, I mean, but you know, uh, let's put him in, in the, you know, in there with Brian Cage or really any member <laughs> of the embassy. Put him in. You know who Cage would lose. powerful right? is. I mean, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd Brantley says, thoughts on Chris Harrow working backstage at Collision. Yes, I heard that. As a matter of fact, I also heard that the so-called bookers of the show was quite a few people, Jeff. Apparently CM Punk was also one of them. And Chris Hero, formerly, uh, what's his name? Cash's owner. Yeah. In WWE. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't, when people, like, there was a lot of people reporting he was backstage, which could have meant a lot of things. And, and people were like, oh, please let him wrestle. I mean, if anyone has seen him recently, he can't wrestle. He, he, he's he's losing his bowel with thyroid disease. He's like, right. He's like I was going to say that. He's like 400 pounds. And he's, and he's also CM Punk's age. He's in his mid 40s. So, no, he's not going to wrestle. Oh. But so he's, I, and Jimmy I, Jacobs too. That's true, right? Exactly. But I, I figured that he is—he's producing, and I think Jimmy Jacobs is firmly on the Tony Khan side. One hundred percent, right? 
Chris Hero, this this was more traditional booking. This was more like old school Ring of Honor booking, not not new. Yeah, it did it did feel like old school Ring of Honor, even to an extent, to a less extent, old school NXT. Right, and how? Well, so yeah, it's, it's very similar. So, how do I feel about Chris Hero being a producer and a booking agent on Collision? I feel good about it. I mean, I've, I've, first of all, I'm glad that that somebody who knows wrestling is working. And from what I saw from the first show, so far so good. Let let. You know, everyone's saying it's been one show. I agree. I mean, the vet, yes, they said, you know, you could, you only get, you can only pick and choose what you like a la carte. I'm like, well, so far I went to this restaurant once. The meal I got was good. I will go back to the restaurant. If it, if it continues to be good, that will be one of my favorite restaurants. If I get a shitty meal next time or I see that the portions are getting smaller or the food doesn't feel as fresh anymore, then I, then I'll be more dubious. But, but, one for one. What more can I ask for 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 a one episode show? Well, it's true, right? It's only the first episode. Who knows? It could be a fucking a trashy show come this week. But right. for now, it was a great show, and uh, I mean, I've got no complaints about it. Like, like hope, I said uh, yesterday, I just hope Forbidden Door Two doesn't interfere with it too much, if at all. Well, is that on the Sunday that pay per view? It is. Yeah, right? It's on the very next day, so they have to promote it. There was no Forbidden Door stuff this past Saturday, correct? Not that I can recall. Not on Saturday. I mean, I think they might have advertised it, but uh, there was there was no match or anything like that. There was no promo or vignette. You know, I'm also hearing talk that possibly CM Punk could replace MJF in that match against Tanahashi. Um, I don't. I think. I mean, I think that's just fan service. I think that's fan fiction. I don't think so. I think I think this is just. I mean, the the ironic thing is, like you've got you know, like two of your top people where their gimmick is, I hate my boss, or I hate the, or I hate my bosses. Just MJF is I hate Tony Khan, and 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 Punk's is I hate the EVPs and air quotes for those people who aren't work watching live visually. Um, but no, I, I think it's going to end up being MJF Tanahashi. I don't think they're going to mess with the card to, that much. I, I don't know. They they only gave us three matches so far, so I mean three or four. So I mean you're gonna uh, you know, if it's I mean hopefully it won't be a fourteen match card like it was last year. Hopefully, but you know Tony's not going to do less than nine. That's true, one hundred percent, especially with that show. Uh, Facebook user says who's I'm pretty sure that's Ben. Shlomo, as in Aaron. Uh, now they need to keep TK out of creative and make sure that the rest of the shows will be like this one. In my opinion, we need less stupid slash blood and more of this. Well, we couldn't agree more, actually. Yeah. Why not? I agree anyway. I agree 100%. The only thing is, they is Tony Khan. This company is owned by one person, Tony Khan. And maybe his father has still has some ownership interest, but I, I promise you he doesn't care. So right. there it's is true. no they to keep Tony Khan out. Tony Khan is they. There is no them. There is no the other. There's there's one. So it's just what Tony Khan lets happen. But hopefully Tony Khan saw the show, and I know it's not his crash style of wrestling, but maybe for him it was good enough. And listen, there were definitely things that he's that, – it's not like he was absent. Like you know how people say Vince is always making changes to Raw – I think Tony Khan had some things he insisted on. I think for whatever reason, he insisted that Wardlow lose. I think for whatever reason, he insisted that Sky Blue, you know, win in front of her mother in her hometown. I, those seem oh, my like, God. Those Dude. seem like Tony Khan moves to me. But I don't, 
listen, we'll, we'll, we'll learn more in the future. That's just what I think. But for the most part, I think Tony Khan mostly stayed out of the show and he's letting, and, and hopefully he's pleased too. I, I mean, you know, and, and if he likes his style better, great. Um, you know, but maybe he'll learn to slow down a little bit too. Who who knows? He's he's a young guy. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Maybe we should talk about SmackDown though. Before we do, I know everybody seems to be more interested in what we're talking about right now, though. Just to well, we haven't enough. started on SmackDown. Maybe we'll get them <laughs> fired up. But okay, if, if the crowd's interested, that's fine. I, you well, know, I, I can blather on. And we will talk about SmackDown. Don't worry. But um, oh well, Aaron. Right, Aaron says, "How do I see parts on live stream on PC Crash?" Parts on like live stream? Support to you? <laughs> I don't understand exactly what you mean, but if you mean how do you watch it somewhere else, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, at the PWC YouTube. discussion group. Go on to YouTube and just, YouTube, uh, right. just start it exactly. from the beginning. Go to YouTube at the PWC network. You'll see it. You, you can't miss it. We're also there live. But uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, that's where we're at right now. But if for some reason, <laughs> Al Jazeera, TV, Israel... If there no, is no, a no. This, is, this is the Hameen Media Group. We're on a TV. <laughs> no, no, we're definitely Al Jazeera then. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on a, a Gaza TV. We're on <laughs> Gaza TV. <laughs> we're on Taliban, literally. We're, we're on. If you get what I mean. And we're sponsored by Hamas Best Hummus. <laughs> Hamas, too. So Hamas not only do we hummus. have. We've got two uh, glorified. Uh, well, not glorified. They are legitly <laughs> classified as terror groups okay. even though hezbollah kind of has gotten into the also political sponsor we have is isis by isis ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean uh that you know al sham whatever it is it means uh something else <laughs> just quietly yeah, we're gonna yeah, get kicked man. off youtube right now jeff you know that right what <laughs> elon rescue us <laughs> actually twitter we're fine anything goes on twitter dude literally oh. Yeah, we can yeah. show murders happening right now, and we wouldn't even get banned. Yeah, I know it's it's, it's ridiculous. Well, well, don't get any ideas. I hear you, <laughs> man. You can even make a porn straight up, and it'll be allowed on Twitter. Facebook is very soft, though. S A W F T. Facebook is the worst. You can't you can't soft. even joke with your friends. You can't even say something like, "Oh, if you keep doing that, I'm gonna slap you in the face." You get like a warning that that's gonna go against our community standards. Would you like to delete it or be suspended for dude, life? Dude, I'm telling you, not even YouTube is that bad compared to Facebook, man. They absolutely stifle you, man. And it pisses me off. So Facebook, chill out, get your shit together, cut the shit, as yeah, Jade would say. A happy medium. I just don't. I just I, I just don't know a happy medium. I just, anyway uh <laughs> todd brandley's comment i have to put this up even though it wasn't twice but he says that aaron my advice is to get tech or get a new computer the, <laughs> he's actually got a point there aaron just saying <laughs> i don't anyway, know what about you you're telling me your computer crashes all the time uh, i really need to reformat really i've got a real good computer like a great computer but uh -huh. and a powerful one at that too but Ooh, yeah, it does my head in is that ice the oh. most powerful computer you can have it's huge huge I, it's not well i've got 16 gig of ram i've got a nice seven it's pretty good like it's it's very wow. good really but anyway we're not here talking pcs but Aaron, yeah you got to get a new pc bro for sure Sounds but good. um anyway i think that covers all the news i think yeah. per right. se well, of course smack down the chat and let us know if there's any topics to, to, to yeah missed. if right if we missed anything let us know in the chat and we'll get straight to it but anyway 
And if not, we're doing a show in probably two days anyway, or maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? I was going to say, if you're around later on, but you won't be because you won't watch Raw live, will you? Uh, probably not. Uh, listen, I, I'm doing three podcasts that I'm doing. This one, I'm doing Homeboys, and I'm doing A Garden of Doom at, at four, assuming my guest shows up, because I'm not sure. Why? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's only been through a messenger chat group, and, you know. Well, you, you meant to see him first to know confirmation is kind of legit? I think he missed once before. He's part oh. of the Nephilim Anthropology Group. Um, <laughs> Nephilim yeah, Anthropology and, Group. And so, and some of those some of those folks sometimes you know they're they're a little <laughs> scattered. That's, that's oh wow, well. scattered. That's that's yeah, an understatement. Sometimes they're busy. There's different time zones. They travel a lot. They go they're, from convention they're busy to chasing Nephilim. They're chasing Nephilim. <laughs> well, you know, giants. demons demons hey look i believe in the demon shit i mean i've never had the balls to do like to use a widgie board i've had opportunities but once they said they got to put spells on you i'm like nah fuck that i'm not doing it right but have you ever used a widgie board before i have yeah oh did it work you know and i think people always make it work i mean i think just the friction from your fingers and the 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 way the plastic and and the coating on the board makes really? it somehow but yeah I did it in summer camp I did it like at summer programs when it was you know you do it with the girls and then it's fun Ooh, you know campfires so it's all bullshit for real I don't I, I don't want to say that for sure I mean you but you find a way to your spook listen the, how the thing settles on one letter you know and it always does settle on you know so if you're doing with like eight people to have like eight people's hands like all agree on that one letter is probably not realistic so you know maybe there's something to it i don't know uh, i don't know about that's so disappointing oh, ouija is not ancient ouija is something that it was, was a, it was a kid's fucking board game wasn't it when it first came out yeah. uh, it, it was actually a guy in baltimore made by, it in, by like, milton bradley century. too later on Right. Well, they yeah. So it's it's not like it's something that goes back to like Sumeria or something like that. <laughs> no, no, that's what I mean. Like, how the fuck did this shit really come up? Right. As... So of all the things out there, I think Ouija has. But listen, people who use magic or have a sensitivity or skill in magic, whether they know it or not, I mean, magic can be used anywhere. So if they have that ability, you if you're with someone who has magical abilities or you do, you can make the Ouija work. It's just a tool for, for that person. Anyway, SmackDown. SmackDown comes oh, to us from where? Louisville or Lexington? Where was it? Uh, yes, Lexington, Kentucky, as a matter of fact. The Rupp Arena. Yes. Home that's of the Wildcats. Right. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, which is the college team, right? Yeah, what was the guy's name? Nick Riley? Was he the... No, fuck. I have no idea. The guy looks like Al Pacino. I can't believe I can't remember. Oh. Carlito, uh, maybe, was his name. I know know who you're talking about. Speaking of Carlito, that's what I'm looking forward to, to Raw. But the more I'm hearing, the more I'm hearing uh, it's going to be someone else that's going to appear. But anyway. I'm I'm hearing Gargano's answering that. I also uh, heard that Carlito's going to If it's Gargano that answers that, I swear to you, I'm turning off the TV. No, you're not. Yes, I will. Fuck okay. Argano. I can't stand him. Anyway. I don't Argano either, but I mean, you know, I, I don't no, know. I really. That... If he loses, uh, you know, I guess next he week. Will he, lose. Lose. he will lose. He will lose. I mean, he's got he to lose. He has to win like, you know, 10 of these. But, 100%. Uh, 
I would much rather see Carlito than, than Gargano. Oh, I'm praying it's Carlito, man. I'm hoping because that wouldn't be cool. But apparently he has signed with WWE. We can pretty much confirm that, right? Uh, well, pretty much. Right. About 90% sure that he signed, but we don't know for sure because we don't have confirmation. I'm about six percentage points higher than that. I'm about, I'm about oh, really? 6%, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, anyway, let's start with SmackDown because the first match... He just uh, lost his title to Cardona in, in some major, you know, major indie. Okay. Okay. Really, thank uh, you. But I will say this. I do like the pairing of, um, I hate Cardona usually, but I'm liking his thing with uh, the Aussie chick. What's her name again? Stephanie Van Lander. Oh, that's it. That's right. I mean, dude, she's, them two for some reason, I, I think they're perfect together. I won't lie. I have no idea. I've, I've not seen them together. I, I, oh, I, I, dude, you got to see some of the vignettes with them too. It is funny as hell, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I have no doubt. But you know, the, you know, you say I watch too much wrestling. I could say the same thing to you. Steph, no, I just I, I come across her and she's Steph Delanda. That's it, dude. Todd, did you see her bend over in uh, what was it? She was state and they called it. Oh yeah, Nashville. In front of Nashville, it says Smashville as a sign. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right, and she's bending over, dude. <laughs> I mean, her ass was like fully showing. I, like, I, to be honest, I, I mean, I don't even really know who she is. Apparently, she worked with Chelsea Green and Impact. Yeah, she so she was also in WWE. But if you see her in NXT, she looked. Comp- she was a different wrestler, dude. She what was her sucked. Name? Uh, P- oh, Piera Parisi. Oh, I, do you I, remember? I, I think I remember that. Right. And she sucked. She was with uh, what's her name? Long face, horse, Aussie cheek, uh, Indy Hartwell. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about Portia Parada, the Australian woman who's big? Wait a minute. Here we go. Here, yeah, Persia, I think I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Parada. it. Persia Parada. There we Not go. Portia, Thank you, Comic King. That's it. That's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly who she is. Well, good. she I'm sucked glad. in NXT, but she's much better on the independence yeah, too. I'm telling you. Well, listen, everyone looks better on the independence out there. She looks better. Questions. She looks like a different person. The way she makes herself look, she looks completely different. Well, good. Well, she can be herself. You know, NXT, they have a way they want you to look and then what they want you to do. And okay, well, good. I listen, think she's a future star again. Believe me, man. She's got something about her, dude. Like, she's got some sort of charisma about her that's just, I like her, man. I like her a lot. She's, she's, she's a big woman, not in a bad way. Like, like, no, no, she's Lopez. thick, but nice thick. Like, strong. And right. listen, and there's a built-in story where, where within the Hartwell, you left me behind. So against her, her and Candace, you know, there's a you, you think my best friend's coming back, and then my best friend Randy Savage clotheslines you. So <laughs> she's very R-rated, though. That's the only thing. Like the way she obviously she wouldn't be that in WWE, but you know I, what I mean. I mean. She was in NXT. She knows how not to be R-rated. But she, right, good, good for her. I, I I like hearing these success stories. Uh, ben, we're talking about um, Indy Hartwell. And well, Todd says she's got two things that I like. I know I agree with that, Todd. <laughs> right. you, you guys know better than I do, but all right. I'm but telling exactly you, man. You're about. All right, yeah. SmackDown. Let's, let's all do All right, it. SmackDown. Let's we start now. off with the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship number one contenders gauntlet match. Jeez, that was a tongue twister. And it would start it off with, well, actually, I'll just say who was in it. It was the Brawling Brutes in Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus the Good Brothers in Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows, sorry. Versus Hit Row in Ashanti the Adonis. Hold on a second. Tom- Hit Row what? was not supposed to be in this. They weren't. Yeah, the, the, all of a sudden they're just there. Like there was, there was no, okay. 
like we knew who all the other teams were and, and WW must have figured out they needed one more team to to, to, to even it, it out row in there um but yeah they were in it so right <laughs> the chat's making me laugh Todd you you're funny <laughs> he told Aaron to do us a favor and never bring up the name Indy again <laughs> which is funny I, I know everybody loves Indy Harwell so much if you know what I'm saying but anyway leave the jokes to us yeah okay right jokes for us <laughs> right exactly actually yeah <laughs> make us look good <laughs> well well they, which they do as per usual but also uh joining them is latino world order in cruz del toro and joaquin wild mm. and also we get pretty deadly in elton printer kit wilson versus the street prophets in dorcas and ford and that's it but basically seamus and Holland go all the way till we get to Pretty Deadly, who, who end up winning the match. And I'm talking about Pretty Deadly. Good. But if you want me to go through, I'll just say this. The Brutes eliminate the Street Profits by pinfall via a bro kick from Sheamus on Dawkins. And then again, the Brutes eliminate the Good Brothers via pinfall with well, another bro kick from Sheamus. Slow down just a bit. Okay. All right. Let's I'm see. sure. Do people really want me to go through all this shit? No, you don't need to go through everything. Let's let, let's slow down. Just, just already just, have just quality. Just a, just a bit. Okay. So, the, the this this match, this gauntlet match, should have taken an hour. This should have been half a SmackDown. It was done in 35 minutes, including introductions and commercials and nonsense. So, Sheamus and Ridge Holland beat the the Street Profits, which was a bit of a surprise, but not really. Once you saw Sheamus in there instead of Pete Dunne, you, Sheamus. Out of yeah, all the players, Sheamus is the star. But there was a hot tag, and I guess it was Dawkins didn't see that Sheamus got tagged in, and Dawkins walked basically right into a bro kick for the win. The reason I want to, to let that be known is that we have a hot tag resulting in, in a win in match number one. Then in match number two, it's, it's the OC. Uh, this was a back-and-forth match for maybe five minutes, and then the OC lost, which... A lot of people were hoping that they would have a better showing. I only were hoping they'd have a better showing because this, I mean, if you're trying to build your tag team division, having five matches take less than 35 minutes isn't a way to do it. Um, but then then you have basically two squash matches, uh, one on the LWO, which is not cool because you're trying to build that faction and you can squash these guys Please. and they're already yeah. small. So how is anyone going to believe that the, I was not going to believe actually that any of these teams are challengers, except for maybe uh, Sheamus and brothers who really are the team. And I suppose the Street Profits, you know, if they got more aware. But I don't think any tag team came out. Then we got then we had a proper squash in in Hit Row comes in. Ashanti the Adonis basically gets gets one piece of offense in and gets tossed over the top rope by by Ridge Holland and. Uh, what's his name? Flop Dollar comes in, and Michael Cole calls him Dollar. Flop Dollar, and he immediately gets taken out. Uh, oh, I guess I, I think it was Rich Holland that, that, that did a finisher on him. He did, uh, and I don't know what Ridge calls it, but put a pin in Ridge Holland's finisher, and people take a look at it, and then later on you can tell me if I'm wrong. But this was a this was like a 10 second match, and then we have Pretty Deadly come in. Okay, yeah, hey, boys. That's right. At this point, Pete Dunn was ringside. So I was expecting Austin Theory to come out and there'd be somebody that nonsense and them help Pretty Deadly. And there wasn't, to, to my surprise. And But Pretty Deadly still won with some chicanery. 
but the chicanery involved, guess what? A hot tag that Ridge Holland didn't see. So, uh, yep. so we have the same device twice in one gauntlet match. This, so, you know, listen, it was entertaining enough. It was fast paced enough, but, but the matches really were too short. And, and not only did it not help the tag teams involved in this, but it didn't accentuate just how bad the hit row squash was when there were, you know, the other matches were just marginally longer. Yeah, he wrote, uh, they're done. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't even released them yet. I'm sure they'll probably get released, apparently, when July pops in. Right. Where apparently they're going to do their round of uh, releases. Well, everyone keeps talking about when they're doing rounds of releases. Who? I don't know why anyone thinks they're going to do rounds of releases. That was very much a Vince thing. He, he didn't, Vince ain't doing that anymore. And I don't think they want to do any releases until this Endeavor thing is approved, because I don't think they want the bad press and you know and, and all of that stuff um yeah. aaron said why is he called to- top dollar i assume he means when on the most treasure show which is a great show by the way you should check that out jeff he always tried to pay the least amount i know he also says i might not be american but i know what top dollar means <laughs> well, well well maybe maybe that's the top dollar he will pay maybe he's just cheap but it's it's like you call someone cheap. tiny when they're big or slim when they're fat right it's the opposite like top dollar because he's a cheap prick that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He never wants to pay top dollar. You can call uh, him uh, bottom cent. <laughs> bottom cent. And uh, also, as Aaron says, as Jim Cornette would say, lazy booking. It This this was lazy booking, but it was also it lazy was rushed. booking that didn't help anybody. Right. And listen, I appreciate that they put a lot into the SmackDown, and they, they did put a lot into it. But for all the weeks they didn't need to, this was it. They have money in the bank coming up. You have the bloodline. You know, and and you have, you know, Bianca being mad about Charlotte being those those were the only three things. This gauntlet match could have could have taken could have taken an hour and fifteen minutes, and nobody would have minded. <laughs> Medium fives in the house saying good morning, good morning to you, Mikey, and thank you for joining us as per usual. Um, yeah, you're right. As <laughs> I wasn't no bored. I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. For a Friday night, this was easy to digest. I just I, I just didn't think it was good. Well, no. I agree. But what was good was actually after the match finished because after Pretty Dilly win, last eliminating the brawling brutes by pinfall with a diving leg drop from Elton Prince onto Sheamus to become your number one contenders for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships, we go to a break. But as we come back from the break, Pretty Deadly is still in the ring and celebrating their victory, but then get interrupted by well, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, your Undisputed Tag Champs. They get on the mic and Sammy congratulates them and says, he'll be honest, nobody expected them to win, but they won five minutes ago, which I was thinking the same thing, Jeff, and they're still celebrating. And that means they've outstayed their welcome and maybe just get the hell out of here already. <laughs> that was pretty funny, Jeff. It was pretty funny. Also, some of the commentary is funny between Wade Barrett and Michael Cole about you know how how they've got some killer queens in there and they're about to blow your mind and and they were talking about androgyny and you know? <laughs> I mean, they're not androgynous i mean i'm not sure way Barrett knows what the word means but yeah <laughs> and then sammy's like kevin aren't aren't you like losing your temper you're so calm and he's like well you've been telling me to calm down but you're right i'm really mad about this <laughs> yeah. shut up and i want to get in there i want to punch their stupid face <laughs> sammy's like you know what me too let's do it <laughs> that's true uh, medium five says good morning my love see jewish man 
<laughs> and says, look at Jeff with his fresh new haircut. Actually, it's not. I need a haircut. I just uh, I, I washed it this morning. Your hair morning grows fast, product. dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the haircut and, and the beard, beard trimmed hopefully today. Oh, ooh. well, anyway, um, the promo continues on with Elton Prince saying that that's really cute. And he wonders why his hair looks drier and cleaner than Zane's. <laughs> which is kind of funny they say when the when they when they win the titles they'll hang out and celebrate for even longer and even longer and just when you think they're done they'll celebrate guess what jeff even longer yeah this was this, this they played this joke out more than <laughs> twice the amount of time they they should have one too long as owens though has a sour look on his face and someone asked like you said if he's not bothered by it and you know he is so they run down and that's that that was it and they kick the yeah, shit out I mean, of them they run away longer, and... i mean i get the innuendo but it's not that it's not that clever an innuendo it didn't need to be done five or six times i would <laughs> that could have been 36 that could have been 30 seconds more in you know any one of these tag team matches <laughs> that's true Aaron says in the chat can we stop the respect in wrestling already and he'll start to work like heels and not like baby faces hallelujah dude we've been saying that for a long time well pretty deadly absolutely works like heels absolutely also medium fuss is looking good sir thank you well, we both got compliments today what's going on i don't know we're, it's, by it's guys good. for crying out loud. Uh, maybe, maybe we should challenge pretty deadly what do you think? <laughs> oh shit. you know what the anyway is the ugly one so when he i was gonna know, say that pretty ugly right <laughs> all right we're, we'll go in there pretty ugly we're the opposite of pretty deadly well, yeah exactly literally uh, that makes us pretty cute, though, Jeff, if you know what I mean. I'm okay with pretty ugly. I, th I, think, <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Anyway, um, we see the bloodline backstage as Paul Heyman looks real anxious and Roman, and Roman Reigns is kind of fuming. Heyman's asked if Reigns has spoken to Jay Uso yet, and apparently he hasn't. He berates Paul saying he's the trouble chief, and that means Jay should reach out to him. Roman then asks Heyman if he has reached out and tells him, to go and talk to Jay now. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Paul uh, Heyman goes, should I contact Jay? And he's like, he goes, that wasn't a question. I'm telling you to call Jay now, which is sort of impeaching what he just said, which is he shouldn't reach out to me. I, I shouldn't reach out to him. He should reach out to me. I mean, if Paul's his wise man, that's him reaching out to Jay. But okay. And then Solo in the back is his face is great. I love it, man. I love Solo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Solo, man. I mean, seriously, he... I feel like it's become a bit of an inside joke where they try to pop him. I really truly feel that, right? Mm -hmm. Because all of them kind of make each other laugh, even though they're trying really hard not to laugh. See, Roman can get away with laughing because it's part of his gimmick. But I bet you when he was laughing, he was truly laughing. Like, I truly believe that, right? Yeah. So I, I, so. I find it kind of funny, though, that they all do this shit. Because right. Jay looks like he's about to laugh his ass off, man. Right, because 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 Roman's laugh, he can he can cover. It's like a laugh of frustration. Like I can't right, believe you right. fucking just said that. Exactly. That's why he can get away with it. Right. So I find that pretty cool. But anyway, we'll get back to that segment a bit later because next we, we see get damage away from control. It if we tried. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but we will get back um, because we can't get away from it. It's the most important thing of the show. But damage control make the entrance. As we go to another break and we see it's a matchup between Evo Sky, I mean EO Sky, versus Zelina Vega. And to my surprise, but I guess it makes sense thanks to storyline, Vega does win via pinfall with a 619 against yeah. EO Sky. Thanks to hard. Bailey kind of, in, you know, sort of getting in the way of the ref. But really, 
I felt like it was Io Sky that truly botched this spot. That's just right. me. Right. No, this this whole match was terrible. And basically, Io Sky had well, Bailey distracted the referee so that Io Sky could could get a pinning predicament on Selena Vega. But Bailey distracted the referee too long so that Io Sky got to like a six or seven count before she realized that the, the, the ref wasn't counting. And so she went to go confront Bailey with her back turned to the ring, of course. And, you know, Bailey's yelling, I'm just trying to help. I was just trying to help. And at this point, Io Sky, who's just complaining about Bailey distracting the referee too long, is turning her back too long. So she's being stupid too. And then Zelina Vega puts on whatever her. I climb up your back and you let me climb up your back and put you into, and then with no momentum whatsoever, you pretend I'm giving you a Hurricane Rana or, or a Canadian Destroyer, whatever she calls her move. And Eosky landed and basically flopped her own legs and ass back over her head. <laughs> it, it took Zelina Vega about two or three seconds to get up there and cover them. So right. this guy's not moving uh, already in the pinning predicament. Zelina Vega goes this, like it's, I understand the story they're trying to tell, but no one here worked. And like, so Eosky should have realized it and gotten up and, you know, just sort of signaled to Zelina Vega to give her a super kick or something, uh, you know, or a thrust kick and then put her into the, the you know, I'll just call it the, the Puerto Rican destroyer, the Samoan destroyer. And, the Samoan uh, destroyer, even though she's from New York. Yeah, they should have had <laughs> the same, the same, um, this, the same finish, just with a little bit of working. Anyway, obviously the story is Bailey is impeding EO's success, and damage control is damaged. And and but you know, Zelina Vega still everyone's underestimating me. She's not winning money in the bank, people. They just want you to think that she's going to sneak it. Uh, speaking of money in the bank, we were sort of debating about how Bailey will get her spot back, right? Mm-hmm. Once she does lose to right. what's her name. Uh, what's her name again? Fuck, I've gone blank. Sh- yeah, that's it. Shotzi Blackheart. And um, I'm hearing now that Shotzi Blackheart will be the only one that has a spot, and not Bailey. In the yeah, well, the remember we said that that you know there'd probably be a a losers final four way, like one last chance. Right. But they they announced Raquel Rodriguez against who so- somebody on Raw for the final spot. On okay, I think against Whatever. Trish. I think oh, it's against really. Trish. Yeah, so oh, I think come on, Trish has tonight, to win. I, well, I would hope so, but you would think that you know that. Uh, well, yeah, I guess she has to win. Probably was Zoe Starks' help, but uh, but then again, I can see Becky Lynch fucking her up, and then we move on to that again. So that's what's more than likely going to happen. Yeah, and isn't Zoe already in the in in the yeah? So anyway, I believe she is right. So yeah, so that does screw up the the better booking I thought that we had come up with for this, but. I mean, Bailey can still beat Shotzi, but I mean, I guess the story has to be that EO does it. But then, you know, everyone thinks EO is going to win, but then you would have to assume that Bailey screws it up for EO in Money in the Bank. But I guess she doesn't have to screw it up this time. She, well, we we have time to do predictions. We have to see how this story unfolds before we start oh, making predictions. But yeah. Erin uh, says in the chat how the smallest women on the roster can beat women bigger than her. I would love someone to explain that to me. She's. Well, he also says she's the Marcus Stun of the women's division. Oof. I get I it. Call her that, man. She's small, Dan- though. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Finn Balor are the Marcus Stunt of the men's division, and, and none of y'all complain about that. You who complain <laughs> about that? Me. Me. I'm the only <laughs> one. I'm the only true sizest here. To be fair, yeah, to he is, actually. And to be fair, though, um, yes, guy can fight, man. She can wrestle. I think she makes up for it. I know she's small. She's tiny. 
She's got to be 5'3", at least. Yeah, well, he saw him as Zelina Vegas. She's not... Oh, was he? Oh, Zelina, sorry. Oh, good. Thank God. Zelina, I think, is even taller than Io, though, man, as a matter of fact. No, I think Io's taller than Zelina Vegas. She's a little bigger, but but she also has an amazing air game. That's what I'm saying. If right. if I thought for that's why I thought he yeah. was talking about EO, and but this is the argument I had with Steve for months about EO Sky. He's like he likes poo pooing her. I'm like, you're only poo pooing her because you're only seeing her in damage control, and they're not letting her wrestle like she wrestles. <laughs> it's 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 like telling Jeff Hardy to to wrestle like I don't know Ethan Page or something. It doesn't oh, it doesn't please. make sense. He's not a, he's not right. a ground game person. He's never he's had an been. aerial attack. And it's the same thing with Eo Sky. That's that's why damage controls never work. They never they never they never let her work the, as the aerial attack. I mean, when Braun and Ricochet tagged together, Ricochet was the aerial guy and Braun True. was the power guy. And and Eo's like that. She's very good. <laughs> Medium five says that Tijuana Titty Tightener. <laughs> well, she's put a ring. You're getting that trademark there, my friend. <laughs> that's a good. That made me laugh. Oh, shit. But no, nobody makes me laugh. It's terrible. Uh, Chris Willen says, if Logan Paul gets added to the Money in the Bank match, will it ruin the match? Yes. Will it be obvious for him to win the briefcase, taking it on his social platforms and such? That would make a business sense, though, Jeff. Yeah, I know, and I hate that. And I hate that. It's just, I mean. I don't want that to happen, money. though. I don't. I don't want a part-timer to have money. Like, I want a full-timer to have it so that it's always a threat. It's always looming. It's there for every... It's there for every card and not just because Logan Paul will rarely be a surprise. And no, I'm not. I don't want Logan Paul to be the one who challenges Seth Rollins. I don't want Logan Paul to be the one to win money in the bank. I know the WWE does these things and, and that would absolutely have Vince written all over it. And, Oof. and that, but that's not the only reason I don't like it. I, I, I mean, this, this case for me just has LA Knight written all over it out of the, of the this population me too. I would. I hope LA Knight wins it. But unfortunately, though, Jeff, just like Chris Williams said just now, he's kind of right, man. I can so picture that shit where he's carrying that damn briefcase all over his podcast, all over his media shit, and just promoting the hell out of WWE. Well, if anyone WWE is listening to me about this, <laughs> just on that point alone, honest to God, has any of this made a difference? The ratings week by week, you know what they're impacted by? Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes, and good stories. They, they're not impacted by Bad Bunny. They're not impacted by Logan Paul. He, he can go all over social media. Those people watching Logan Paul, they're not watching wrestling. They're not going to become wrestling fans. Mike Tyson didn't bring any wrestling fans, and Liberace didn't bring any Liberace. wrestling fans, and Dick Clark didn't bring any wrestling fans, and Cindy Lauper didn't. Celebrities don't bring wasn't, in wrestling fans. Wasn't Liberace part of WrestleMania 2? Yes. Muhammad Ali didn't bring in any wrestling fans. I can go on and on. Rodman didn't bring any new wrestling fans. Wrestling fans watch wrestling. You, you, this, 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 this tired thing of, you know, you get this crossover thing and you, you get a bigger fan base isn't true. Great storytelling does. Then, then, you know, if you bring a celebrity in that's dedicated like a Rodman or a Logan Paul or someone like that, that adds to it. That keeps people from getting bored, but it doesn't bring you new people ever it never has before and it won't now i agree that's true well let's move on hopefully it is Kalido tonight though we are in cleveland i think right for raw god i hope not cleveland's disgusting but yes i think we are <laughs> that's the bad thing though jeff and i'm in baltimore that's... and i'm calling cleveland disgusting 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Well, post-match, Bailey profusely justifies herself to EO Sky. As Bianca Belair, though, is talking to Adam Pearce about a rematch, he tries to blow her off and she says she's owed one and she's going to get it her way, right or wrong. She's correct. And that's that. She's, she's correct. correct. Right on, and girl. You are right. Right on. You, you are being screwed, which is, of course, the story. You are being screwed. Whether that leads to a heel turn or more oh, definitely driven i don't know but either it's way, leading to a heel turn man it's got to be and maybe but that's why the street profits are losing so they can turn them as well maybe well we're going to start a little nation of domination I we say three of them well you don't it's not nation of domination you just have a power couple plus their best friend <laughs> the third wheel <laughs> yeah, plus, plus, plus they're a totally straight best friend <laughs> jesus christ yeah exactly well, anyway, as we come back from commercial, we see the rings. Fab after uh, the the other clowns from uh, Hit Row get released. Oh, they will one hundred percent. They're just trying. Paul Hawkins of B Fab would be all right. I would. They'd be all right. I don't right know. On TV. <laughs> Your obsession with uh, B Fab is something else, dude. But uh, whatever, I, I, we'll see. I, I just feel like she has that kind of physical charisma. I think she has an it. I think she. I think she looks cool. Okay, like there are people enough. who look cool and. You know, she can't wrestle much, but she she's not afraid to talk. She's not afraid to, you know, sing and dance in front of but all these people. Do, even do I want me to be honest? I, I like her look, but she kind of looks... How do I put this? I don't want to say like a sleepy head, but she's just walking like here, uh, like... Well, Almost like a stoner, with, man. She's she's with those she's with those the the little rock of nothing and the big rock of nothing. <laughs> Oh, and well, I don't mean rock that's what it is. rock. I mean like actual I like, get you. like igneous rocks. <laughs> well, you want to say hello to the world, beautiful? Come on. <laughs> Come on, say hello. Midi M5 is going to get excited, that's for sure. I know. Everyone's <laughs> going to get excited. Watch out, world. You're about to get soaked. It's... Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Sorry, Viv. Lasa Karia, ladies and gentlemen. Look how fat I look. This, this camera accurately is depicting me. Stop it. Oh, he's in the uh... light right now. That's right. He is. He, he really isn't on a diet right now, Viv. Only fish. During the five, five days a week. <laughs> Only fish. How do you say fish in Spanish, actually? Pescado. Pescado? Yes. Ah, pescado. Pescado is when you are fishing already, but we are called like uh, peces when it's no fishing. Peces? Like, like Pisces. Pisces. Mm -hmm. Like Pisces, but peces. Right. Mm -hmm. You call right, it Istics. No, no, in Greek, Greek, we call it Psari. Yeah, but what's the what's the acronym for Jesus? What's Ixix, like the Jesus fish? Yeah, that's different, but that's not the same fish we're talking about. Say the word. Yeah, well, you said Jeff. I we'll said it, it wrong. <laughs> okay, let's, nice let's not get into the religion. Wait, oh, you're going, Viv, already? When you say a word. You, you, bye bye. I'll, I'll get back to you. You're going, Viv. What, you already? can't pronounce okay, it so bye. I can uh, correctly yeah. pronounce it? Yeah, you have to say it. I want you to say it. It's kisses. It's, it's six. Iskis. Iskis. Okay, was that so hard for you to do? <laughs> no, but why would do we have to bring that up? Some, I want to know how to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeff. Anyway, that was last well, exactly. Jesus gentlemen. Christ, Jeff. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I should put this up, but hell, I'm going to do it anyway. Me too. <laughs> I know, this show has already gone off the rails now after that comment. But anyway. Truth in advertising. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Well, next is uh, we see EO Sky and Bailey are bickering backstage when Shotty Blackheart rolls up. She says if it wasn't for Bailey, she'd be in Money in the Bank ladder match. 
and Bailey says she's not on their level and Black Blackheart demands she put a spot in the match on the line against her. EO then accepts for Bailey and Shotzi That's runs funny. off to yeah. talk to Adam Pierce to make yeah, it official. That was she great. Accepts. That she was accepts. Great. Good, That's good what job, EO. And then Bailey, she to her, Bailey goes, what, what, what? And she goes, I am just trying to help. Perfect. Uh-huh. That was awesome. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> um, uh, then we see, what do we see? We see Grayson Waller next. Oh, the Grayson God. Waller effect. Yeah. Trying to defend this. I, I told you, this sucked. Yes. Um, so- Grayson Waller is in the ring to introduce his guest, an absolute star in Charlotte Flair. And I've been saying for how probably the last two and a half years that she reminds me of Cher. I said it right, correct? No, you keep saying. Oh, that Cher! Wrong. It's Cher. Cher. It's Cher. Right. Like Cher. There we go. Sorry. Cher. Like Cher, but Cher. But anyway, whatever. She looks like Cher, mm-hmm. and but it's not her. It is Charlotte Flair, and uh, she makes her entrance and she and her he says it was wild. I don't know if it was awesome. or I not, hated it, bro. Wild. Nah, it, that's it was, disgusting. It was the only interesting part of this entire segment. I mean, I guess it... Okay, look, let me be real. She has no back. Baby got no back. I'm sorry. Even in that, what she was wearing, I couldn't... Like, she had no ass, man. Like, there was no... Charlotte is not a a sexy woman. She used to be decent. I'm not going to say hot, because I never found her attractive, like, if you know what I mean. But... She's a tall, athletic woman. She's not. She's not a curvy, vivacious woman, and she had to get her boobs, you know, unimplanted because they burst and almost killed her. That's true, and uh, she's been through a lot of shit because even her ex-husband's almost killed her. (laughs) Not really, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to laugh at it, but but anyway, (laughs) apparently she's had a lot of drama in her life, and I bet you she's one of the main reasons why she probably got, you know, X six the anointed Jimmy. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the point is, she looked like she was wearing a couch or Jesus something Christos. like that. <laughs> Jesus Christos. Yeah, Jesus. you're kind of, it's not, no, it's, uh, the way you say Jesus in Greek is actually quite different. I or know, theos. but I wasn't doing theos. it in Greek. I was doing it more like how they did it sort of like in uh, Syria. Christos like is also, is how you say Christ in Greek, Christos. Well, Christos was the entire people. They were they, they uh, were like the like they, they were like the 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 ones the, who they so they were like the sheep ranchers the Christians which was, oh, the Christians, which was really. like which was like makes them rich but they were the the Hestos kings that's right and that's and Isus was a king of them like a king of Odessa. Well, there you go. There's some history lessons right there about my own culture. There you go. But well, um the, yes, well it's more than just my culture. But you know right. what I mean. Right. The, the whole the whole the whole Mediterranean. Uh, reverse C, basically well to be fair we did kind of uh we had a lot of the mediterranean back then even up as far as spain on one end on the west and all the way to the east as far as uh india yeah there's another bit of history the macedonians well yes that was really alexander the great that went as far as india True. but you will find apparently uh there is uh descendants of alexander the great that are from uh modern day iran which is formerly Persia, and also I think in Afghanistan. And if you see the way they look, they've got blue eyes. I'm not sure. They've got descendants of. First of all, there were there were plenty of people, the the northern Iranic tribes, who were blonde and blue eyed. But Alexander. This is what these articles say, man. I don't know how true that is. But 
Well, no, but he was fucking a lot of people. So who, who knows? Yeah, mostly, when mostly, I say people, he was fucking all sorts dudes. of shit. Like he, that's he what had, I'm saying. He had a couple of arranged marriages, like to Indian and Afghani princes and princesses and things like that. But no, I mean, his empire was divided amongst his generals. That's why you had the Ptolemies and the Antiochs. That's and, right. Yeah, and, and all of that. And then there were a, a lot of civil wars in between that. And that's what made it easy for the Romans to come on in. Well, uh, Medium 5 says Spanish, Greek, Sicilian, Italy, Italy, Croatia, etc. can all be the same. I agree with everything but Croatia uh, media because, first of all, Croatians are Slavs, not the same people. Different tribes completely. As a matter of fact, the Croatian people, as we know them today, actually came over a thousand years after when Alexander the Great was dominating and all that shit. They came way later to the Balkans. And then that's how we get Croatia. But the Spanish, Greeks, Italians, yes, they actually shared DNA, we're, similar we're, DNA. We're all mutts. We all share DNA. Right, but you know what I'm saying. I'm Except saying for me, the, especially with the Italians, directly from Zeus. The, yes, the Greeks and Italians they share pretty much the same DNA. Uh, Winless says more geography by the PWC. Got to love it. That's hey, right. someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. We got to teach these uh, people you know, out PWC there. Stands for priceless world class. <laughs> I love geography, as does Jeff. So, yeah, yeah, and history, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, let's go back to <laughs> to the wrestling. Uh, Medium Five says, though, before I do do that, Jeff knows I am kidding and means no disrespect at the end. Of he knows that. Don't worry. I, do you think I never got offended because I don't want people to drool over her? Of course I do. Chris brings up an interesting point, though. Here, Waller could use a bodyguard or a heavy to back up his mouth. That I agree. Someone so like want. a Big like bill. uh <laughs> that could have worked if they had him but right. and you know what they would both be in a much better spot than what they are in right now if that was the case agreed but unfortunately they're not and that probably won't happen but um yeah let's get into that could have rehired ej unduka they, they yeah they, they maybe it could work for you know with baron corbin and von wagner as being two heavies for him they, they both are zeros and maybe <laughs> two, two, you get enough zeros and one obnoxious guy that they become interesting i don't think so maybe josh briggs <laughs> as a heel who who was the guy who was on nxt once and his name was femi something uh he was oh. like the shot putter in college I know oh, yeah, Nancy Jones got called up to the main roster. You're right, and I haven't seen him since. I mean, I know they want him to be the happy guy, but I, but that's a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> why not give it a try? Dress him up like Mr. Hughes with the hat, the dark glasses, a suit. A, I'm a sadist. A sadist. You're a sadist now, I think you mean sadist. Uh, I don't know, but sadist sounds better. But anyway. I, I'm, more, I'm more like Nero. I like that people ogle <laughs> over Lana. I oh. like that uh, people ogle over Speaking of Miro, guess he's coming to Monica the Woods. It's Lana for some nice. reason. Right. She's Maybe. wrestling here. Maybe she's coming to see you. Mate, oh, that'd be great. But yeah. my point was about that. Is she even still wrestling in any indies, like in the she, States? You right just now? said she is. I, yeah, I, in Australia. But has she done anything in the States? Oh, she hasn't, has she? I, right. th I thought she was getting roles in, in like D movies, like straight, straight to video action movies. Mm. Well, like Todd says, highly unlikely. It's unfortunately they should pair it back with miro now i mean no he's he, anyway. he does fine on his own and then when he no, gets he down they can bring her in but uh, he, he does fine on his own listen i'm not going to criticize tony khan for adding people after people after people yeah. only to argue that he can bring bring person the only the only 
thing about Lana that makes it a little bit different is that she wouldn't be taking anybody's spot. She would be, she would just su be supplementing an, an already known act. But still, I, I mean, he just signed EJ Induka like four days ago for what? I mean, to do, to do what? I mean, just another big guy to, to lose matches, to, to look dumb. Oh, it's true. <laughs> I agree. Good for Induka to get to get you know to get hired. It took longer than I thought for someone to sign him when he <laughs> left MLW. Um, but <laughs> oh, still, I mean, you know, and, and listen, I'm sure he's got bad memories of WWE, but uh, you know, uh, they could have used him. I know him and Odyssey Jones are actually like close friends in real life. That that could be a pretty good tag team. I don't know. Maybe you could know. be. He could have been the he could have been the heavy for Grayson Waller. He was doing heel work at uh, in his at the end of his run during MLW. Anyway, um, I, I, well, I'm not I looking for ways to save Grayson Waller. I'm looking for ways to get rid of Grayson Waller. Well, it would save him. I could picture him like a Shawn Michaels Diesel sort of pairing. Do you know what I mean? Some yeah. big dude that does all the work while he just talks a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Except no one that we named is anywhere near as cool as Kevin Matt. That's Nash, the problem. Or near as good as Shawn Michaels. <laughs> That's true also. But anyway, let's get into this crappy segment. He asks if she's going to win the title all conspiratorially for some reason. And she says 15, 16, she has Asuka's number and encourages him to wool when she says that. Woo, sorry, not wool. Uh, when she says that, enter Bianca Belair. She says Flair's accolades speak for themselves, but she needs somebody to explain how things work around here, which makes two of us, maybe three of us, Jeff, at this mm -hmm. point. And uh, and if Charlotte can just walk in and demand a title shot. Flair says, with all due respect, yes, she walked in and called her shot, but she didn't write the rules or politic to change them, so she won't apologize. The line starts with her, and she points out that she lost at WrestleMania and didn't get a rematch, so aren't they both owed a rematch? Belair then says she sees the logic in that, but talks about how she tried to stay and do it the right way, so she's just not understanding what the difference is here. And maybe she should just take things into her own hands too. And you Charlotte know what? Good. Yes. Good. Absolutely. Charlotte then goes on to say that Charlotte denies that she ran away. And if anyone knows anything about defeat, she picked herself up 14 times and she's the champion with or without the title and asked Belair if that's true of her as well. Then Bianca points out she's the longest reigning champion of this era and she didn't have to do it 14 times. That's right. She, which is a nice zing. So yeah. she wants some respect on her name. And that was great, actually. I love that line because I was thinking the same thing. She should bring up the fact that she's lost that damn belt 14 times, Jeff. That's right. No, the, this is actually a story with layers. It's actually pretty For good. Sure. We're missing one because it's being rushed and two because Grayson Waller is there adding nothing except being a distraction. Um, this this would have been better with no one moderating it, just just the two of them face to face. It it was awkward, but but the story, if you actually think about, it, is right. Charlotte Flair, why should she wait in line? She she's you know the she's won all the titles. She's the best wrestler, and she is deserving of a rematch. She never got her rematch either. And Bianca Belair going. Who, who are all these people jumping in line in front of me? What what the hell's up with that? I'm trying to do things the right way. I'm, I'm the role model. Screw all you people. I'm getting myself in. So obviously this is going to end up being a three-way match. Or one of these ladies is going to get the shaft and and start becoming like Stone Cold Steve Austin and tearing up shit. And, and you know, you know uh, 
hijacking shows and shit like that. And, and I'm down for that. I think I would rather this be a one-on-one -on -one match. And then, and then whoever it is, whether it's Charlotte or Bianca, who gets the shaft in this to start hijacking segments and shows and, uh, you know, basically start me like Blair Davenport and beating people up behind stage, you know, <laughs> you know, in, in a, in a, in a clever disguise of a black hoodie. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Brandy says, uh, this segment was woof <laughs> instead right. of woo. Right. I said woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we have a good story being ruined by overproduction of amateurs oof, man, that's a wolf right there well anyway let's move on from the amateurs and go to actually i want to say one thing but i'm trying to breeze through it we did talk more in depth about this on the smack attack so go check that out at channelattitude.com but basically this sucks for grayson waller i don't understand why they're doing it for him i know jeff over here is not the biggest fan of his but like chris said in the chat the only thing that could save him right now is if he has a mouthpiece but he's got to start doing things, man, instead of just doing his He needs a mouthpiece. Grayson Waller needs a mouthpiece. He's the mouthpiece. He's supposed well, yeah. to be the talker. Listen. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that, the mouthpiece. The, I meant the, the entire the world, bodyguard. The entire WWE world, who are WWE fans, desperately, desperately wanted to have their own young guy who was bombastic and obnoxious like MJF. So they all pretended that Grayson Waller was interesting and edgy and interesting. And he wasn't. And he's not, he's got a couple good moves when he can slide into the ring and do a cutter. And he's got like two or three smooth moves. And yes, like Shane McMahon, he's willing to jump off high things and go boom. But he's not a good wrestler. He's not a very good talker. He's not that interesting. And he's funny looking and he's skinny. Fuck that guy. Wow. They pulled the plug on Quincy Elliott. Pull the plug on this, Jabron. Yeah, what's up with that? I, I actually found the Quincy Elliott gimmick funny. It wasn't. He wasn't. He was. He was garbage. <laughs> Pull plug. Look at him. He looked like garbage. That's what made it funny. Yeah. Hit row. They got a second chance. Garbage. Get rid of them. Shanky. He made me chuckle a couple times. Not on oh, TV. Garbage. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did, did I just hear what I thought I heard? Shanky. Shanky is Shanky. is 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 what? Garbage. Get rid of him. There we go. I can't believe I heard that. This guy was the biggest fan of his, but there we no, go. He's you are confusing Shanky with Sangha. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. You're right. You like the I, other I guy am, too. I am, I, am a, Via. Oh, I am fully a Sangha maniac. I want Jinder out of here. Really? Wow. Go somebody managing them. <laughs> Nailed it, Jeff. Thank you, Todd. Oh, boy. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's Shanky move on. Can join Satnam Singh. They can be two out of a billion. There who's who's worse, actually? Doesn't matter. They can they can <laughs> hang out with each other. They can do each other's hair. I don't care. Or maybe Via. Well, I agree. Fuck Via. They're a good team, the Sangha but, Maniacs. But Medium Five thinks no, keep Jinda and Sangha. Fuck them all, man. Uh, listen, you can. Look, keep everyone's arguing back. about this. I, I'm not. I, I'm not against gender being there. I just don't think that gender is adds anything as a manager to Veer and, and and Sangha. The only thing that they have in common is that they're all Indian. Big deal. I mean, gender's you kick my dog, the Jeff. Day. The other two at least are Indian, but gender's not a great talker. I mean, so I, I don't think he adds anything to, and he doesn't even get involved in their matches. So, so what's the purpose? Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Well, like Todd says, the comic king, he says, Via can veer right out the door 100%, bro. I like that tag team. I'm, I'm unapologetic oh, they about suck. that. 
They don't. Well, Gilly, Gilly, you kick my dog. They, they were better than every single team except maybe the Street Profits that were in that that gauntlet, and I'm including Pretty Deadly in that as well. What? Now, Pretty Deadly work better. They're they're funnier, but they're two skinny guys. I mean, could you Sango would eat both of them for breakfast and still have room for for more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about and, that. And I, you know, they are tasty snacks according to themselves. True. The sna snack down. They took you know my what? line, damn it. That could be our tag team name. We could that, be not, that. That was. I, I was. Hey, ask. Hey, Chris Willen's my winner. He remembers. I was saying it on this show and on the snack attack. Smack attack, that is. I was saying that first before. Speaking I could you know, the first time I said it. Right, go. Chris wants to do a show called The Snack Attack where we talk about snacks that we like to eat. Are you being serious now? <laughs> yeah, he's serious. I think that'd be yeah. great. I think that'd be funny as shit. You can keep me out of that one. You, know, you used to go ahead. If you just want to, if you just want to do snack attack, it sounds funny. Well, it is but funny. I wonder who would tune into that. But interesting. Anyway, that would be weird. But anyway, snack attack. Maybe look out for it right here on the PWC network. Maybe even on channelattitude.com. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, he said, Media and Foss says, I'll do a guest spot if that's the case. Bring me up for that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you love your snacks, huh, Mikey? I mean, I, I think we all love our snacks. But anyway, right. let's move the fuck on because next we see uh, a backstage segment where Heyman is talking to Jay Uso. Uh, Heyman apologizes for telling him the truth and for Jimmy kicking him in the face and costing him the title match. And he spins a tale of how Jimmy had to mean it. And there's no way it could have been an accident because he's jealous and envious, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Jay then says he's sorry because if he's in, Paul is still out and we go to the break. Very good. I mean, Very good. This, this, is, this was fine. I mean, a continuing part of the Bloodline story. We've seen this all before, but okay. It, it was okay. I, what's to say about it? I mean, it, it, it speaks for itself. Fair enough. Speaking of what's there to say about this one, because maybe there is a lot to say, but it's Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux versus the OC and AJ Styles and Michin Mia Yim in a mixed tag team match. But I was left confused after this match, Jeff. I forgot this entire match was going to be on, which is bad because I'm a Cross fan. Um, so am I, but you know what we've been saying for how long now? too long um i don't know this i mean this match i thought was a little bit awkward aj you know scarlet doing the temptation thing and him going i'm married bitch that doesn't feel like very aj styles ish did he say um, that yeah he did with the bitch word yeah he took off he took off his glove to what? show his wedding ring and, and yell i'm married bitch that is um, the first time he's ever swore in his whole career bro pretty much this, you know, this match, they could have delayed this for a week, you know, when they needed more filler. This is a match that could have been cut for, for the gauntlet match to be longer. The only thing, and I don't really think it helped Cross either because... It, was it done nothing and, for Cross. It done nothing. The only, the only thing I will say about it is that it's better than him losing again. But this is where, remember I said stick a pin in Ridge Holland's finisher? Right. Cross has a new finisher. It was the same exact finisher that Ridge Holland used on the, the exact... The Clutch? No, no, no. It was, it was like, it was basically like a, a diamond cutter, you know, you, but you take someone on your shoulders and you throw them up and bring them down like a, like Did a diamond. Did you do that? Cutter. I didn't even notice. That's how much this match 
Well, well, like I said, everyone put a pin in Ridge Holland's finisher and then look at Cross's new finisher, and they two people did the same finisher on the same show. Wow. Just like in the gauntlet match, you had two hot tags to 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 be the way that a, a team prevailed. I don't like it. I don't like it when AEW does it. And I certainly don't like it when WWE does it. Who's supposed to know better? <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. That, oh, it is what it is. Right. I, I don't nothing. know how this furthers the feud. I don't know what it does. Uh, you know, it, it just seemed like filler on a show that didn't need filler. It actually, some things went way too fast. Again, for the 900th time in one in 90 minutes, the gauntlet match went way too fast. I will say that I actually didn't mind the matchup for what it was, right? It was kind of hard hitting. There was a lot of animosity in the match, but it was very short and very weird. And that's that for me. But uh, let's just move on from that. Let's just forget this even happened because Cross and Scarlet win via pinfall with a pump handle DDT from Cross now on AJ Cross, Styles. Now Scarlet, he'd be a good heavy for Grayson Waller because he oh, he'd be great. Pain. He'd be great, right? He's probably better off if he doesn't say anything. I know people say he can cut a pretty good promo, but it's sort of it's not like Braun Breaker. It's sort of the same promo every time. You know what, dude? I'm looking forward to NXT this week with Seth Rollins and Braun Breaker. Maybe we should do. We should dust off the the conflict. The, the conflict, right? I almost forgot what it was called. There you go. Thank you for correcting me. Awesome. Um, anyway, I, yeah, no, I will be. I actually looking forward to watching that because I think that's an interesting match. Okay. Anyway, let's move on though because backstage once again we see Heyman returning to Roman Reigns and shakes his head no, rather than report what Jay Uso said in detail. Solo squares up to Paul. And he runs away as Sokoa asks Roman if he needs to handle this. And Reigns tells him to take it easy. They've got plenty of time as we go to another break. All of a sudden, Roman's chill again. Just all chilled. Just cool, calm, and collected, man. Uh, But as we come back from commercial, Mustafa Ali is being interviewed. Before he can string more than five words together, Baron Corbin attacks him and beats the shit out of him. Cameron Grimes, not Mustafa Ali. Oh, Cameron Grimes. Why does it say... That's weird. You're right. No, sorry, because my notes say Mustafa Ali. That's, I guess, um, haven't we seen this with Mustafa Ali before, though, and Baron Corbin? We have. Probably, but I mean, but but it still wasn't Mustafa Ali. <laughs> I know, but he got Mustafa Ali anyway. But it was Cameron Grimes, you're right, who looked all schnazzy. What was up with that? Uh, he's been wearing like dress shirts. You remember, he's 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 a millionaire now. Hillbilly. I get it. Remember, he right. he hit the you know he he made it in the stock market. I will say this, Baron Corbin, man, he made that look fucking rough, dude. Yeah, I mean, Baron Corbin did two moves, and he was. I, I listen. This is fine. This is a low card feud. I I don't really. I mean, Cameron Grimes is youngish. Baron Corbin is what he is. He's he's the bully that always loses. You know, that one of your first feuds. It's it's like I don't. You know, the main roster isn't doing the to the moon like the NXT crowd. I, I mean, no. I very much think that Cameron Grimes is. is a is a minor league kind of wrestler. He's he he, he sort of looks like the everyman, and so he's just not a man. Remember that. I haven't played that in a long time anyway uh, who cares basically gets beat down and that's that but next we see Rey Mysterio making his entrance he gets on the mic and does the most white meat baby face fake bullshit promo you can ever get out of Rey where he talks about he reformed the Latino world order and calls Santos Escobar down to the ring 
Santos then gets on the mic and talks about how he's worked hard and made lots of sacrifices for the opportunity of a lifetime in money in the bank. He thanks Ray and tells him he loves him before embracing him and saying he inspires him and he's fighting for him and his people and for anyone and everyone who has a dream. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of yeah, into LA night. Finally. As night goes, finally, as night goes after Mysterio, but Escobar cuts him off and sets him up, but he rolls away from the 619 as we go to a break, which sets up a matchup between LA Knight and Santos Escobar. <laughs> and for whatever reason, Escobar does win by pinfall with a victory roll in pretty quick fashion, but whatever, it didn't do anything for Escobar because LA tries to attack, but Ray makes the save and we go to another break, Jeff. Yeah, um, we have now learned something that shouldn't surprise anyone. That is that Santos Escobar is not going to win the Money in the Bank match. Oh, pff, I no guess chance. Legato couldn't couldn't keep losing at least all their men. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't much like this match. Um, but the, the point of the clever thing, LA and I tried to go for the ropes again and cheat, and Santos knew it was coming, and and you know, and then used LA Knight's cheating, but he he used the momentum of of uh, reversing the cheating to win. But Santos also had the opportunity to hold the rope, and he didn't, and he still won. So yay faces, but uh, Santos Escobar is a face. It doesn't work for me. Uh, you know, he's he's trying to be like, like well... Hey, he's so not a face, man. He, he's talking like... He's trying to be like Juan Cena. He's trying to be all happy, and and I'm happy about everything. And you know, uh, I, I, this is an opportunity. Blah blah blah. If he was just himself and cool, it would be better. I would really like Carlito could could help him learn to be cool. That's true. We need someone to show him how to be cool. Even though Santos Escobar does kind of look cool, but he just doesn't talk like he's cool, especially when he's a babyface. That's why I'm thinking this is by design, Jeff. Hopefully, I'm hoping it is. And this is just all part of him turning heel and shoves it up Re Mysterio's backside. Exactly right. That's what I'm thinking he's going. I'm hoping that's what's going on. But I'm probably I don't think wrong. it's going to be for a while. I, I, they're selling too much merch. But, uh, you know, you know what I, you know what I say? I always hope that if... Uh, you know, if they... That somebody comes in with Electra Lopez and they try to snap Santos into his into his senses. And, you know, it should take three or four months. It shouldn't be, like, done in two weeks, like NWA, you know, done, turns things. But it should be some number of weeks, and there should be a, a major match and a, and a major, you know, botch up or betrayal, and then, then a, a surprise turn. Yep. LA Knight agrees, especially to Electra Lopez. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, I did, did, uh, I'm sorry. Apparently, uh, you know, homeboy feels that you'll be upset if you don't do the, sh the show today. So, does he mind if I postpone? No, I don't mind if I postpone. I don't care. But I don't. But what? I. But I can't. I, I'm not available most weekdays in the middle of the day. Today's <laughs> a federal holiday. So, are you serious? I, I wouldn't be upset. Why would I be upset? I don't know. He, he said. He said Jimmy really, 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 really wants to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're right here live with Jimmy and he's laughing. I'm laughing because we're doing a show right now. Right. But um, anyway, uh, okay. Uh, I guess I'm, uh, I, I didn't know I could be at two places at once. Right. Well, anyway, that's kind of weird. Uh, that really threw me off. 
Well, yes. I, I guess I'm, Back I'm doing well, a show it's now. a good thing you have a script that you prepared. Well, anyway. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Anyway, um, and he knows we're on the air, first of all. He's talking about later. Anyway. Yeah, you're going to sleep after this. I don't know what he's thinking about. You'll be asleep when he wants to do the show with me. So I, I, I never. All right. What else is in this show? This was the last match, right? We get to the bloodline segment now. We Please. are up to the last match. Oh, and he's the, well, not match, but it's the bloodline segment. It is uh, Roman coming down and demands Lindsay Kentucky to guess. What do you think? Acknowledge him? Acknowledge him indeed. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play it because. Acknowledge me. That's what he said. That to acknowledge him. <laughs> he gets in the ring and paces, and Reigns gets on the mic and says he knows the crowd wants answers. So, what is it going to be? Is it he or is he, or is he out? Jay puts the ball in Roman's court and says it's either going to be Paul Heyman or it's going to be him. Reigns tells him he's the tribal chief, he can pick anyone he wants, and he's wise man, as his wise man, sorry. And that is his wise man. And he's not the bloodline's wise man. He's Roman's fucking wise man. Too many wise man references. Here to help him as he leads, Jeff. Was that too many wise men? Hello? Oh, sorry. I had myself on mute. That's a question for me? Yeah, that was way too yeah. many wise men. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But I mean, Roman made the point that he's his consigliere, not the group's consigliere. That's uh, better. So okay, I got it. He's well, his wise man. Fine, got it. And Jimmy, well, when you're Jay, when you're chief, you can pick your own wise man. Yeah, go and pick your own wise man. He basically says, and that's what Jay doesn't understand, though, Jeff, because he was only meant to get us to the promised land, and also he's meant to keep them here at the top of the mountain. Yeah, wise man, four year older. So hey, uh, yeah, that's true. Future wise man said, true that we respect the elders. Wise man then said. They'd start grooming him, but nah. They've been grooming Jay for three years. Hard work and equality and equity into him to become main event, Jay Uso. He's meant to lead, just not yet. The problem isn't the wise man. The problem is Jimmy Uso. Yeah. Jay is frustrated and pacing as Reigns continues, saying he knows they're inseparable, but he has to understand, as he says that though, we enter in Jimmy Uso jumping in saying, He's the problem. He's the problem, and it's not his brother that's the problem. It's their cousin. He's not grooming Jay. He's using him, and he asks Jay if he actually believes this garbage. Jay, though, is still conflicted, staring back and forth between Jimmy and Roman, and Reigns says since Jay's been with him, he's main-evented every single WrestleMania. Um, that's not exactly true, but still, he has main-evented this past WrestleMania, has he not? But I don't think he did the year before, the year before that. Anyway, who am I to judge? Jimmy is the anchor and Roman is the wings. I love that. That was such a great line, dude. Because I'm like, damn, that, that makes sense. You know, when you use the anchor line, usually it means like a good thing, but not in this case. Right. Except that anchors are a nautical metaphor and wings right. are an aerial metaphor. That's so, right, which makes sense in this sort of So he, I mean, he should aspect. have said the, the, the engines or the... You know, the, the right, power. Because wings you know. probably aren't powerful enough to <laughs> lift the anchor, right? Right. That's true. But I like that line, though, because I've never heard anyone use it in that context, which is quite interesting. Um, anyway, because he's the one that lifts you up and the other drags you down, clearly. That's what he meant. And Reigns pushes the 
you're the next tribal chief line before saying you can't be tribal chief and a twin at the same time. True. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I, I guess i don't know i mean actually it's probably probably a good thing to have a, a body double for people to kill instead of you it, it I mean, that's, cuts that's your true. chances of assassination in half I, you know that's quite true jay is sweating and wiping his face and roman calls Heyman close and asks who the only one who had a problem with jay being the right hand man was Heyman thinks it over for a beat and eyes jimmy jay turns to him though and asks if that's true and Roman laughs and smiles in the background before Jimmy admits that it's all true. Jay then starts pacing again. His pacing actually intensifies. Emotions running high as he asks Jimmy if he's been doubting him this whole time. Jimmy says he's never doubted him and Jay cuts him off, saying he expects that from Roman, but not from him in Jimmy. And lets him guess Big Brother. And let him guess Big Brother. That's what he said. Jimmy knows better, right? Listen to Big Brother Joshua, which is actually the shoot name. That's all he heard growing up, and he wants to say they've been competing with Roman, but all along he's been trying to keep up with Jimmy. And then he continues saying, Prom Prince, Prom King, Player of the Year, most likely to succeed. Jimmy then got hurt, and Jay stepped up and became main event Uso, and it's all because of Reigns. So guess what? He tells Jimmy he's out, and Jay is out too, as he super kicks Roman and then lays him out. But as he does that, Solo rushes in, but the Usos take him out too with super kicks as Reigns gets up and yells at them, and they super kick him and leave him laying, and that's the show. All right. And it's been booked for Money in the Bank. The main event is the is the Bloodline Civil War. The Usos <laughs> against Roman and Solo in a tag team match. So, listen, this, this uh, segment dragged until it didn't and and just like certain other slow movies that had a great twist or, or a great ending like the usual suspects it made the whole thing worthwhile so yeah the bloodline continues to be extremely interesting i this actually this actual schism occurred a little bit faster than i thought it was going to but cool um you know uh, a bit too fast i know it's been three years whatever it has been right but i feel like they it's a bit lazy right now to do it right now wouldn't it be better to do it maybe on a pay-per-view yeah well you know what they're, 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 they're really trying to make all these international shows like events where people will fly in because they want cities to subsidize the you know the shows and they chose an arena instead of a stadium so i guess they want this to be one where you know that the all of the all of the pubs around the, the one center are filled with people which and, they will they probably people, will be and that people are clamoring for you know them to bring more ww events you know you know there's definitely part of the wembley thing you know whatever that ends up being you know probably somewhere in the forefront of their minds or the back of their minds anyway um but yeah i, I think they're just trying to make every ple a spectacle and something that you have to watch and i guess maybe they figured that wrestling fans the money in the bank is enough but for the casuals which they're still trying to hope for um or the more casual fans to watch or family night you know uh, an event you got to put the you got to put the bloodline on it and i'm okay with that i, I again i thought this was gonna be the summer slam main event maybe it still will be maybe, maybe you know maybe this this goes unresolved i mean one match doesn't usually resolve all issues um or have a clear winner so maybe it will also be the summer slam main event uh who knows there are lots more samoans out there and you know as we were talking about smack attack i want there to be like a mafia style like sit down where they have a meeting of the five families and there's a head table with 
you know, Rikishi, Afa, Sika, the Tonga kid who, you know, is now the Tonga old man. Um, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know if the Rock's mother is still alive, but she could be up there. Um, you know, and then she's alive, man. Of course, then, then, she then still she comes to WWE events. Then she should absolutely be up there, you know, as representing the five families. Um, and, you know, and then they should just like all the cousins and kids and as a joke, but not as a joke, like at the, at the table with like the teenagers, like the, the 11 year olds and whatever, Paul Heyman should be, have to sit there and like, you know, that would be brilliant when you see he's there. trying to have his adult meal while the kids are like, you know, flinging Mac and cheese at each other. And, and it's going, I want a dinosaur chicken tenders. It's <laughs> 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 just like, just like everyone's Christmas and Thanksgiving dinner is ruined by, by kids at being kids. <laughs> and there's always it's like one 16 year old being like i should be at the adult table don't spend <laughs> yeah million five says make sure wise man he's kosher not glad <laughs> well i you know i'm not uh, i'm not kosher so uh todd says why oh man tough match to pick for the points leader of the hmg pick him sorry mr comic king we should call you the hmg pick him king too at this point in fact, no one in my family is kosher. We were actually in Israel one week, and and it was Passover, and we 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 were really struggling. We had to go to uh, Arab quarters to get get bread. Oh, and yeah, other I remember food. the and story. We, and we couldn't wait till we got to Tel Aviv because you know Tel Aviv even then was more of a Western city, and oh, yeah. and you know then you could get like hamburgers and whatever. It's like all I could all I could find to eat was like chicken schnitzel because it's the only thing I could tolerate shit I, I i could see me struggling the same way man but thank god i'm greek because i love greek food but um the as does most people I, mean, I was also 15 so it's like i wasn't like experimenting with new foods you know it's like right but even at 15 my mindset hasn't changed that much from now when it comes to food but todd oh, says in the chat yeah todd says in the chat the last samoan supper that's exactly what i said on the smack attack this past week i said they should make it right. like the last samoan supper that would be great but will they all come out to England? That's the problem. I oh, know. I'm not saying that should be money. In no, the no, bank. no. I, I, but I'm I, saying they should be at ringside. They should be at ringside though for money in the bank because they're uh, all facing maybe. each other. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But I, I, I want the the the, the Samoa me. Actually, I want it to be such a thing that it's not a segment on a show. I want it to be an entire show. In fact, I would want it to be its own PLE, where where it's its oh. own PLE, like a like a cinematic like a rock bottom. No, no, it's like it's like a two-hour show on a Saturday night. That it, no, it, right? It's the but you know the how they call the rock bottom like a paper. Yeah, but you call it the Samoan Supper or the Samoan Dynasty or some right. shit like that. Right, and it's like it's like all one shot. You get a real Hollywood director to come in and do it, and, and just and just and just have the whole thing. Have them all lay their arguments out and see how it's resolved, and you know, and 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 no stupid Tony D jokes, you know. No, just full mafia though style shit. Like you absolutely, know, yeah. Like a Scorsese sort of, uh, you know, right. hit. If you know what I mean. But um, there's plenty of real directors that haven't had like Guy Ritchie. I don't think like he makes movies, but I don't think anybody watches them. Have him do it; it'll be fine. <laughs> Would it be fine? I don't know. It probably wouldn't have been. It'd be, fine, be, it'd but... be better than uh, if Kevin Dunn directs it. <laughs> I heard uh, his teeth aren't as buck anymore. Good for him. <laughs> According to Don Tony, shout out to Don Tony. That's, that's what he maybe, said. Maybe he's single. Maybe he's single and he's trying <laughs> to mingle. Yeah. Right, we've, we've gone two hours, my friend. We have. Fuck. Surprisingly, we did talk an hour of AEW, but to start with. And uh, yeah, let's take it home. So, Jeff, tell them where they can find you. 
on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. You can find me right here on the PWC. And right here is also Channel Out on Hummy Media Group. We're now up to three shows a week. The Ring of Honor one was canceled, but we took over uh, Wreckage, led by our very own Chris Ham. So check that out. The first show is uh, up already. So Well, that's uh, 1A. The first show technically is on the PWC network with myself and Jeff. We'll talk about the Actually, Hummy Media Group exclusive right. now on Channel Attitudes. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah, from next week, the Wreckage show that's on the PWC network is going to be exclusively first on channelattitude.com where myself, Jeff, and Chris will be doing that show. And then it'll be on the PWC network later in the week. So just so you guys know. But the very Black first Uncaged. one... Right, Black Uncaged, exactly. So just so you guys know, it'll be on delay over here, but exclusively first. And also, I want to say before you continue, Jeff, that from next week also, Uncaged, our wreckage show, our well, Smack Attack is already there, but we're going to be coming live, not from the PWC YouTube channel, but from the HMG YouTube channel as of this coming week. So remember that. Wow. PWC, yes. Is that free or do you have to pay $5 for that, Jim? No, it's for free live, but after Whoa. that, you're paying $5. Hey, $5. It's only free when you catch us live, and then after right. that, mm-hmm. or later in the week, if you know what I'm saying, on delay, audio only, on the PWC network. Just saying. So, yeah, please continue. I had to get that out there. Okay. All right, sir. All right, my other wrestling podcast without these clowns is, is Hammerlock Hangover. But that's <laughs> thanks. But that is also on the PWC, and that's what Big Daddy calls Steve Pena. Speaking of clowns, um, oh, that's better, <laughs> right? And uh, my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom and Garden Views, they are on the Hami Media Group. They are on the PWC. They're on the Wrestling Soup Network, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And Garden of Doom is more esoteric, encrypted UFOs, anthropology, uh, theosophy. Uh, religion, all sorts of all sorts of interesting topics and garden views are sort of similar, but maybe more ground based, more legal, more business, more tech, uh, more you know uh, cultural topics. So check that stuff out. And like I said, they're they're all on the PWC and they're on Hummy Media Group as well. Oh, nice. Well, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Massifix on Twitter, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network. Now, I know a lot of uh, listeners have actually added me on Facebook. If I know who you are already, I will add you on Facebook. But if I don't, like just some random person, you got to get a rapport with me. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, I'm not going to add you. So I've got a whole list. You got to romance them. Yeah, well, that's it, man. If I know already who you are, if you're one of our listeners, for example, absolutely, I'll accept your friend request. He's not just an easy slug. You have to work yeah. to, to get Dude, to his side. If I showed you my friend request, it's ridiculous, man. I've wow, got literally shit. like it's it's guy, ridiculous. So off. yeah, Ooh. technically I would not add you unless I know you. So if I get a little rapport with you and we've chatted a few times, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably add you. So technically you can't find me on Facebook. So Twitter. Gee, what, what a treat being a friend of yours on Facebook. You're so active. <laughs> uh, well, I can see you. I know you, Jeff. Said so that's a different story. But anyway. Um, please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Please give us a like on the YouTube where we're live right now and on Facebook at the discussion group, which is yeah, PWC. You best subscribe to Harmony Media Group right now also or you're going to miss the, these shows live. And that too. I mean, like, I, and I was going to get to I'm that. I'm going to do it myself right now. If I'm not allowed. <laughs> you better. You better. I, I already am. I just did Also, <laughs> Todd Brownlee makes me laugh. And no bots, please. No bots here, man. We ain't Tony Khan. We ain't fucking AEW. But also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com. As Jeff said, 
for five bucks. No, that's not the Dark Order. That's five bucks. And you get the best oh, talk yeah, in all of wrestling. <laughs> of course you were. And also Ooh. at haminmediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows like Jeff's and John Enright's. Uh, the Star not Star Wars, the freaking... Not, I'm oh. still subscribed to Girl on Cinema, which I, th- I think I think she's like on AARP now. I think she disappeared. Ooh. I don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah that's interesting. I, I'm only subscribed to like 15 places and most of them are like the esoteric ones, so, you know. You love your esoteric shit, right? I mean, some, I, I like some better than others, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so in saying that, I think it's a, it's a, it's a game. We're out. I'm Jimmy T. That is Dr. Jeff Lipman, and you've been listening and watching. That disturbed me, Jeff. Doesn't this mean go fuck yourself? I'm not doing this. I'm doing this. This is, <laughs> oh. this is double P sign means war. <laughs> According to Jeff, right. <laughs> Medium Foster's Girl on Cinema is trash. So he's her OnlyFans. How would you know? <laughs> I wonder hell. Anyway, like I said, I'm Jimmy T. That's Jeff Lehman, and you've been listening and Who's watching like the. Seventeen? Why would you be on her OnlyFans? Doesn't she like a kid? I have no idea, but I can't do this fucking ending, can I? No, so you're saying that? Stay evil, my out. friends. And fuck Stay off. evil. Peace out. <laughs> fuck off and. Ciao. Bye-bye now.
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.